It's time for conversation with the big guy, pal. <laughs> Welcome to Conversation with the Big Guy. I am the Big Guy Ryback, and I'm sitting here with the one and only Phoenix Marie. Oh my goodness, I'm here. Finally, you have arrived. I know. It's. I think this has been a long time coming. Wait, I shouldn't I'm, use that word. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna. I have a feeling I'm gonna be pulling you back multiple times on this show, reeling you in. Yeah. This for is. Sure. Uh, this is definitely gonna be an interesting show. I'm really looking forward to it. I think it is important to uh, start off with this. So, unfortunately, um, Pat Buck is no longer gonna be a part of the show. And uh, I would like to thank him for all his contributions. And uh, I know we had a great dynamic between me and him. And uh, a lot of the people that that listened got used to that. Um, I'm hoping myself, along with you, we could we could create that same dynamic as the dogs fight in the background. (laughs) But uh, thank you, Pat Buck, for everything. And uh, we are now here with Phoenix and we are moving forward. The show must go on. Must go on. And filter, no filter. I am really looking forward to uh, upcoming episodes, a conversation with the big guy. So what's going on this week with you? With me? Oh, geez. Our listeners need to know you, Phoenix. This is, <laughs> we, we have a good following on this show, and it's, uh, it's important that they know that you are a huge wrestling fan, correct? I am a huge wrestling fan. I actually wrestled in high school. Like legit, wait, legit? Re- I, you're, yeah. You're a shooter. I started wrestling uh, my 11th grade year at 152, uh, JV. Um, you re- I, so you wrestled guys? Yes. All guys. Wow. I was the only female. And this is, I did not know this. Or so, I don't, did not remember this. So I actually have a fan that comes to the conventions like Exotica and he brought my yearbook and my wrestling pictures are in there and everything else. And he had me sign my yearbook and I'm like, that's my real name. And he goes, I hope you're not offended. And I'm like, no, I think it's cool. And he goes, I like athletic women. And that's really cool that you did that. And so I went and found your yearbook online that you can apparently just order. And yeah. Yeah. Wow. So what did you do you have a did you have a good win loss record? Um I got in halfway through the season. I kind of left doing ROTC cuz I'm a big nerd and I yeah. wore my uniform. <laughs> it's fine. I never got laid until after high school. We'll, we'll talk about that well, later. You've, you've made up for that, I feel like. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe once or twice. I don't know what you're talking about. Which we will get into that because <laughs> this to this this week's episode is is learning Phoenix Marie. Or I feel the listeners need to get to know you. And yeah. there's a lot of catching up to do here. So <laughs> It's, uh, I'm looking forward to all that. But so you were a shooter back mm-hmm. in, in high school and you said you wrestled all the way to when? Uh, I went all the way. I actually left wrestling cause I kept going junior. I went in my senior year, got a little injured cause one of the guys that was way bigger was like, Oh, I'm going to throw you and try and snap your back. What and an I'm asshole. Like, you know what? You have two ways in going to a match with a female, in my opinion, being yeah. a guy. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a fuck her up and finish her quick. Okay. Or kind of toy with her and see where it goes. Now, did any of these guys have erections while wrestling you in the male? <laughs> did you ever encounter that? Because uh, the, the, the male singlets are very exposing. Yes, and, and I wore a sports bra underneath my male singlet. Yeah. And uh, 
No, I didn't have tits back then. I was I had traps almost as big as yours. So you you were a tomboy, then, oh, yeah. essentially. I was. I like, feel like you but, still would have been attractive back then, though. Blonde hair, still um, long blonde hair, thick thighs, but no boobs. Did you wear the mouthpiece too? The whole deal? Yeah, mouthpiece, headgear, wow. you name it. And then I, my parents, we weren't really well off, so I had to borrow my friends wrestling shoes and he was oh, wow. like two sizes too big yeah but it's fine and i he gave me his headgear because he had stopped wrestling so i was like all right cool i had his headgear and i got to wrestle and stuff that wasn't really mine <laughs> that is uh so did you did you you win some of these matches yeah i did win some of these matches that's pretty cool that's really incredible actually <laughs> yeah you know now dating back to this did you were you a big pro wrestling fan during all this? Is that what triggered you to get into amateur wrestling? So I had a slight addiction to pro wrestling growing up. Again, hanging out with all guys. So I would. Do you have go, any brothers or sisters? I'm one of ten. Oh, oh my God! I have one seven brothers. Yes. You don't hear that that often anymore. <laughs> I feel like that is. My parents are still married. Uh, Thirty-seven years now. That is, so this is very interesting, your story, because I've talked, I've known you for a while now, which we will talk about how uh, we initially met, which is a really funny story in Australia. Mm -hmm. And we have remained friends over the years. But it is uh, usually with people in that they go get involved in the industry you're in, like the background stories aren't always the nicest. No, they're horrible. Yeah. yeah. And, Sadly. And it, but you don't really have any of that, which is like none. None. Yeah. None at all, actually. <laughs> and it's just you're just a cool chick. So it's uh, I look forward to talking about that more. But back to your, your pro wrestling. Yes. Uh, like your Shawn Michaels doll that I like have this big fascination with because it's got its DX on it. Yeah. Oh, like, by the way, it. so the first thing that, that after you come in here and play with the dogs, <laughs> you you see all the wrestling figures I have back there, which I have a lot of the ones that they made of me. Mm -hmm. And I have some other guys that came in like the two packs with me and whatnot. And, and the first thing you say to me is, oh, John Cena's bigger than you. <laughs> I don't think you, or everybody listening out there, I don't think you could come in and say a more offensive thing to the big guy. And I go, wait, what are you talking about? I, and we put we the figure put side by side. Back. I don't see the difference. They all look the same uh, to me. Of course they do. Big Show and Mark Henry are a little bigger than everybody else. But outside of that, I feel like everybody's pretty, like the body types, I feel like there's just the same mold. But you swear he's wider than me. He is wider shouldered than you, but your traps are definitely bigger. Does that make you feel better? I'll take it. Okay. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. It's okay. You're so, so attractive. Don't worry. So so moving on, on on this, who were some of your favorite wrestlers you said growing okay. up? So I really liked it right as like Sonny the Bonnie Donnas was becoming a thing. The Divas were just really starting. I just did a signing actually uh, with Sonny was uh, really? at, at just a few weeks ago for Pat actually. Yeah. Really? I had, I didn't get to, I was over on the kind of not far away but uh she was just there briefly so but i i remember growing up watching her oh, yeah as well. and then sable followed yeah oh my gosh like i basically was a stone cold Shawn michaels teaming up with triple h who was just you know yeah triple h back then nobody actually he was the regal hunter hearst helmsley whenever i remember him hunter hearst helmsley yeah yes. before he like identified as something else so you really started getting into wrestling around the attitude era like yes. where the, the that when that boom of wrestling came in and then NWO started to try and you know with the WCW to compete with the uh, era. okay 
Yeah, see, I really did. I, I still have all my, I collected all the books, all of like the WD magazines. I still have them. I went to events with my aunt who loved Bret Hart. Like that was her. Yeah, oh, I love Bret too. I I was a big Bret, Bret Hart fan growing up. Owen Hart, you know, yep. rest in peace. All those guys. British Bulldog. That was one of my favorites. Yeah. The, so you grew up watching the period I grew up watching. Yeah, we're actually a year apart. Are you a year younger or older than me? Younger? Uh, Older. Are you a year, oh, year older? No one's talking When is your him. birthday? September 21st, 1981. Okay. Wait, so did your birthday... What? Yeah, it just passed. I, I should feel like I should know this. I it's feel so like I'm, you should have wished me happy birthday. Happy, happy belated birthday on the show, Phoenix. Thank you. This is Welcome to your birthday gift. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, he, you know, he gave me a drink, so I, I guess we'll say cheers. Yeah, okay. Cheers. Yeah. No, that is... Uh, the big three six. Do you do you feel old? I knew he was gonna do the shit to me. Uh, I don't feel old. I actually feel like I got better. Yeah. Like I went from twenty eight percent body fat, and now I'm at like fifteen percent body fat. I'm flipping bitches. Yeah, and yeah. Dudes. <laughs> and you're, the, <laughs> you're big into working out too, right? Now, yeah, super big. You, like I've always you... I've always been into working out, but yeah. I never really understood how to build muscle. It's very important. It's con- I'm constantly learning myself on all that. And there's so much, so many different cool things now and different techniques and whatnot. You got to find what works best for you. But that's good that like, I feel like like age now, before I felt like, like especially for athletes, they would say like in your 40, when like that, and yeah. it depends kind of too on your career and how it goes. And retiring at 35 as a football player. Yeah. Because like. a lot of those guys, they, they, they've been playing it their whole lives and, and mm-hmm. they get to the NFL by the time they're 20, 21, 22 and that. And like, that's a hard, hard, oh, like, hard road. And wrestling is the same. Yourself. And like, it's, so everybody's kind of different on that. On, but I like, I'm, 35 and I was like I don't feel any different essential like I still feel young I don't feel old even though I've had pick up a 21 year old yeah yeah, like nobody else okay I I don't (laughs) think we that feels wrong at this point now really yeah I feel like they're after I don't know I think once you get into your 30s that changes a little bit how you start looking at like to me too I think there's a window with women of I don't know why I feel like 10 years is the acceptable window really yeah I don't know why I think my parents were 10 years apart okay mine too so I don't know why like uh, I just kind of was like I think outside of that it just starts getting awkward yeah because then you go like well when I was 20 like you could like (laughs) you weren't even born yeah (laughs) yeah so you have to that whole thing and so I kind of I've stayed away from that over the years because I think there is a certain point, even though there really technically probably isn't. And it's always dependent maybe on the individual. Well, you are, yeah. But it, it is what it is. But Well, I like to have intelligent conversations. So it's like... Well, you're going to see on this show, Phoenix, that, that is not the case. No. <laughs> oh, damn it. That's why I'm here. I'm here to make it classy. <laughs> so for everybody out there listening, before we get into how the week went and everything going on and what we got going on, what now you're an adult film star correct correct and we talked about you have you had a great childhood and everything like so how do how does one or how did you make that decision like one day just to like did you wake up one day and like i want to do this or did it how did you come into that world so i was working harley davidson i was the finance manager um i and you're smart. And I'm smart. It's so awkward. This and is, I went to college. Like, guys. Do you have, you have a degree also? <laughs> yeah, I actually this do. This <laughs> is, the story gets better and better, folks. <laughs> so I was working at Harley. Uh, my motor clothes manager wanted to go to AVN. It's 2007. 
I was not going because I've never watched porn. I thought it was disgusting. Um, really? I'd only been with yeah, five too. people, right? It's gross. Ugh. Ugh. Girls getting naked and Just, fucking and uh. and the drug use must be crazy, which it is. I'm not going to lie. These bitches fucking <laughs> slam that shit. But anyway. Oh, they're going to, you know, you're going to be hated on this show. Not by our listeners, but by. <laughs> no, because they all know I say that shit to their face. But uh, <laughs> I went well, with, with a shooter him. background. Yeah, exactly. I'll fuck that bitch up and then fuck her up. Um, <laughs> so I, <laughs> I went with him. Because his wife was pregnant and she begged me. I was like, fine, I'll go to the Sabian thing. I waited in line to meet Jenna Jameson with him. Was that here in Vegas too? Yes, it okay. was. Uh, when it was at, still at the Sands Expo. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is cool. I'm there. I, I'm waiting in line for these girls. I don't know. He's so excited and happy and like energetic. Jesse Jane signing behind me. It was when Pirates had just come out and like some Island Fever, I think it was the title. We go through all these lines. Yeah. I see attractive guys. Chuck Liddell was there because it was right as UFC was really starting starting to boom a little bit Mm -hmm. back then. Yep. Uh, Tito was there with Jenna and it was kind of funny. Now it's whatever. Were they together back then too? They were. Okay. Wow. Yeah. 2007. Yeah. And uh, he's a big guy. I just saw him uh, last year. He was at a wrestling convention signing. Yeah. They had a kind of a mix of of, UFC. Yeah. And uh, I was, I was, he was much bigger than I even thought. Like he's a tall, like, yeah, he's huge. And, um, I met him, I met Chuck, had a blast, finally got to the Wicked booth. That was like the last stop before we went to leave because the line was really long. And I'm like, oh, do I really have to do this? Fine. He really wants to meet Kaylani Lay. I'll do it. Which, by the way, all these girls are now my friends. So it's like, <laughs> I waited in line to meet your ass, bitches. <laughs> so I meet Brooke Banner and Brooke Banner runs up against me. I had left work in basically a business jacket, my slacks, and then like a nice pair of shoes. I had my tits kind of out in like a bra. So Brooke Banner's literally rubbing up against me saying, oh, I wanted you first girl, girl. And I'm like, I am not doing any of this. Like, that's really sweet. I feel awkward. They tried to lure you in right away. Right away. Right away. As soon as they saw you, or we're gonna, we were going to corrupt this one. Yes. And they're like, you have great tits. I want to play with them. I'm like, ah, I don't know what to do. <laughs> so then I. Now, when you went there, did you expect this at all? No. Okay. I didn't think I was going to get attention. Definitely not. Like, again, remember, I'm the nerd. I'm the awkward girl. No, don't know how to do makeup. Still don't know how to do makeup. But so that was your mind. That's just because that's how yeah. you grew up. OK. Yeah. yeah. And so I met Randy Spears and Randy Spears looked at me and said, you think about doing porn? I'm like, no. He's like, you sure? I'm like, yeah, no, this, this isn't for me. Hands me a business card on the back. He writes to LA direct models, which was my old agency. And he says, I think you should talk to this guy. It's not one of those creepy casting couch things that are fake. Yeah. And you should be good. I've seen like, a few of those by accident. Accident. Yeah. yeah you're yeah. scrolling for casting. Like, oh, yeah, no, yeah, there's was, no, scrolling. I was looking for job stuff. And yeah. <laughs> sure. He was looking for jobs. Good to know. <laughs> and Ryback's caught. <laughs> but I ended up, uh, following them on MySpace, because again, this is 2007. That was like the it spot. Um, they kept commenting on my pictures. They're like, you're really hot. You're really hot. Now, this is January 2007. Okay. I am dating a guy who actually loved porn, really big time love porn. And I'm like, why do you like this? And he goes, because it's really hot. They're hot girls. They're kissing. He showed me like a girl, girl scene. I'm like, yeah, no, that's not really like, I don't mind it, but it's not turning me on. Okay. We break up. 
I hate my job at this point, mainly because now I'm traveling from Kingman, Arizona to Las Vegas to Zion, Utah, because the Cashman's bought that dealership and they opened that year. Yep. And I'm like, okay, well, I want a new job. I said, well, I'm single. I'm very adventurous. I'm very free spirited. Fuck it, I'm gonna try porn. So I drove to LA and decided to go meet with this agent who had me get naked in front of him and I had never been naked in front of anyone. So, so just so everyone listening out there and myself, <laughs> like just so the set, can you set the scene? Is it like the casting? It is, thing? it is because like. So, so you now have found yourself into the casting. Are you sure there weren't cameras for this? <laughs> and you know what? <laughs> like it was funny because there was two agents at the time. So I had to go to this building, which is actually like a city national building that okay. they were renting like a spot in. I'm wearing a dress, like a sundress and some flip-flops. Yep. I had no panties on because I don't wear panties. Oops, awkward. Um, it's and, good to know. Good to know for later. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> and I go and he says, okay, I'm going to have to see you naked. I'm like, okay. And he goes, so just take off your clothes. Probably the most awkward thing ever is watching me try to like slide the sundress off. Yeah. And, like, and I stop it at my hips. And he's like. Um, when you go there, are you suspecting that this is probably going to maybe be happen? Like, or no? I, I'm thinking, Did yeah, anyone smarten you up? Like, to maybe like, this is my, what this, might happen? Or they might ask you to get undressed or. Uh, I kind of knew like, they're going to have to see me naked. But I wasn't, I don't know. I just was like, I'm going to do this. My heart's beating a mile a minute. Yeah. I'm getting naked. Naked, and he's like, you have great tits. So I'm like, sweet, we can stop here. I don't have to take this dress off anymore. He likes my boobs. Yeah. He's like, okay, now take it off the rest of the way. So I'm like, oh, awkwardly stepping out of this dress. He goes, uh, you have really great breasts, but let me see your butt. Okay, can you do this like finger lifting up thing? I look so awkward trying to put two fingers and lift my butt. Yeah. And I, it's a weird, awkward chicken move that was not sexy at all. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, um, he's like, oh, that's enough. And he said, have a seat. And I said, okay. Did they let you get back dressed or do you have to sit there now with the... Like... I sat there naked. Because so, I was so... I mean, no, that's... I think I was supposed to get dressed, but I was oh. so like scared. I was going to say, it's a power, that would be a def definite power move on their part to keep you feeling uncomfortable, maybe. And they, they won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they told got me like I'm so scared I feel like you would just agree to whatever they offer just because yeah. you just want to get dressed it's like, it's like what do I have to do now come on hell of a technique yes and it worked so <laughs> he tells me if you're lucky I can get you three scenes a month and I'm looking like well I mean three scenes a month now on average I'm making five thousand dollars a month doing finance for Harley Okay. okay. So I'm making decent money. You're doing pretty good. I yeah. mean, that's more than a lot of people. So. Yeah, really well. Yeah. I got smarts. <laughs> so I say, what's three scenes a month? He goes, well, they're about $1,000 a scene. And I'm like, okay, so that's three grand, but I'm only working three days. Yeah. But then I have to have sex with three people. And I've only had sex with five people. You're and I'm processing not, all of this. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not sure I'm good at it. I don't know. Like yeah. I, I Now, again, I had sex with five people, but they were boyfriends. So multiple yeah. transactions, you know. Okay. Um, but I was like, I'm going to go ahead and give it a go. Screw it. So they tell me I have to go get tested. We get tested now every 14 days. It was 30 days back then. So I get my blood drawn. I pee in a cup. They tell me your clean bill of health. You're going to show up to Vivid Studios and you're going to shoot for Bisco and you're going to fuck Voodoo. Okay. Okay. Voodoo has an extremely large penis. All right. Never seen a really big penis ever in my life at this point. I your whole world is about to change, oh. I feel like. So before I even get like into clothes, Bisco looks at me, a very awkward, 
25 year old girl and says, are you sure you want to do this? I'm like, yes. You're getting thrown into the fire. The first, first first day day. you're getting penis on the first go. Like there's no girl, girl, no solos. I feel like this is important for our listeners to know. They need to know this. Yes. (laughs) So they, they need to know this part. So he says, there's a fridge in the freezer is tequila and vodka and whiskey. If you need to take a shot, feel free. I'm not saying anything. Um, I open the freezer and I'm looking and I'm like, okay, if I have to drink this, I should not do this. Shouldn't. So yeah. close the freezer door and I'm already a lightweight. So I'm like, eh, no, this would all You're just going to go into this and I'm just, just gonna you're going to see, see if you could do it. Yeah. Okay. So the director, Bisco, fingers me. You're not supposed to finger the models. I didn't know this at this time. She's, they really, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's like welcoming <laughs> you into the world. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And he's like, how's that feel? I'm like, uh, it feels good. I mean, I don't, I'm still very scared. So I'm like yeah. heart beating. Do you think he maybe did that to help you maybe like ease the tension? No. <laughs> like happy Gilmore when he, it's all in the hips and just kind of like, and he's that, was his, behind. Yeah, yeah. that was his way of like, I'm just going to help ease this girl. Like <laughs> maybe break the tension. You don't think that was possibly? I think, I think he was trying to break the hymen more than anything. Okay. So okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just checking. Yeah. The first thing I thought of was happy Gilmore. Gilmore and Chubbs. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love Happy Gilmore. He was just saw the other day, one of my favorite movies. He just wants to see the wood. I mean, the hand was wood. That's where yes. I was going with. Yeah. <laughs> so I ended up doing the scene. Um, one of the positions, obviously, I only knew what dog he was because I don't know that missionary is lying on your back. I don't know that reverse cowgirl. Who the fuck does that in their personal life? I'm looking at Ryan. I don't know. Okay, just checking. We, we don't talk about the big guy sexual. Oh. They, take, they take everything I say on this and take it out of context. And make clips and gifts yeah. and whatever. And I, Which I got to get into the plugs later on. But okay. Nate at Takedown Piracy has been staying really busy on YouTube. Oh. Uh, a lot of people are, are capitalizing on my words. And and uh, we have to stop them one at a time. But Nate is doing a great job on that. We so. could tag team those motherfuckers. Yeah, we'll, we'll take them out. You're now the shooter of the show. so it's <laughs> He wrestles way more than me i'm not even gonna take that <laughs> i'm a fake fighter you're you're a shooter so yeah, although i do some stuff myself yeah so. maybe one or two things yeah know. yeah i try so so keep going i'm really into yeah, this yeah he's not he doesn't care it's fine you guys it's about <laughs> us guys we're not even talking to him anymore. there's so much i want to get to with this no but i'm really like this is so everyone is listening right now yes your first day on the job my first day on the job so i tear and i mean my vagina bleeds Because his dick is that big. Jesus Christ, Phoenix. And they tell me... The show is entirely different now, this beginning (laughs) opening, which is completely okay. How's your week? Phoenix is bleeding. I feel like, is this going to be a common thing? (laughs) Somebody's bleeding every show. We have a bleeder. (laughs) I don't bleed anymore, thank God. (laughs) Now I'm like... So so this this happens very early on. Very. This is my first scene. Like, my first time taking an on-camera penis... Yeah. me, And needless to say, I get through it. We put some cold douche water in there and it stopped the bleeding. Okay. We continued. We finished. Voodoo was really nice. Uh, Bisco was amazing. And he told me, you look like you're having fun. I'm like, I am. The minute this isn't fun for you anymore, yeah. stop fucking doing it. Okay. I did not know about the world of escorts. I did not know about like the stripping and the bachelor parties and all this other stuff that the girls were doing. This is kind of like the movie Kingpin where there's bowling, but there's also the, 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 the racketeer the, drug stuff the under the other, like where they're the, the secret bowling tournaments for cash where people get, when he got his Munson got his hand cut off and like, right. There's this whole other world of porn also. Like, and the this, drugs. Yeah. 
and all of that, I had no clue. And you've never really got, you've never gotten caught up in all that. I've never done a single drug in my entire life. I'm the same outside of marijuana. I have tried that. For healing. And like, but uh, I'm not, but I'm not a big, I don't like, uh, and I recently, we talked about tried the gummies. Okay. But I I don't, it makes me very. um, Hungry? (laughs) No, no. At one point in my life, I tried it when I was younger. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't know what kind we were doing, but like the gummies, if I would take them and then just go to bed mm-hmm. like, or within, within like 30, 45 minutes, I can get a really great night's rest on them. Right. But I'm big like on anything, not doing anything too much. Cause I feel like that's how you get addicted to things. Good. So like, but it's, um, also though, I don't, I'm not a big fan. It makes me more, I get the anxiety on them. And I, yeah, I like looking being, around the house with the dogs trying to eat my face yeah, while yeah. I'm sleeping. I like being in control as much as I can. And Me I feel too. like on that, I lose control of my thoughts a little bit. Okay. And, and it's like, but I've had really pleasurable experiences on it before. Oh, sex. And, Got it. No, no, <laughs> just no more mentally where it doesn't do that as much. Really? Like, but then other times it's more, 95% of the time it, it's bad. Not, and I say bad, like where I just, I'm not. I'm like, oh, why'd I do this? Okay. So I try to stay away from it. But outside of that, yeah, I'm the same. Like, I've never never done cocaine or anything. Imagine Would- going to your first AVN, and I was looking at all the food, because I'm the food girl, right? You love food. I love You're food. Italian, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Food is my life. Yeah, I'm That's- 7% Italian. 70% English, uh, 10% Irish, 7% Italian, and uh, 7% West European. Oh, you did your ancestry DNA? I did the ancestry okay. report. I, I mention it often on this show. Because he likes to tell everyone how awesome he is. No, I get it. No, <laughs> not at all. They, I'm actually a very humble human being, Phoenix. So, uh, but I, I will toot my horn when, it, when the occasion calls for it. So I'm Greek. Confidence is important. Italian. Um, what a, Greek, Italian, Polish, Jewish, and... Do you know how you get a one-armed Pollock out of a tree? How? You wave at him. Oh. <laughs> Are you not surprised? I knew I was going to get those. That's jokes. my joke of the week, guys. Thank you. <laughs> the little lights flashing. Get him off the stage. It's the only joke. I think my dad told me that when I was a kid. It was a Pollock joke. And, and you died laughing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I loved it. And, but the whole, when WWE went to Poland, mm-hmm. I, that's all. I was so proud that I got to wrestle in Poland because it paid to me. It was like... That all I could think of was that Pollock joke. That, that, and you're like, smiling at every single yeah, one you meet. Like I'm on the bus, we're going to the show, and I'm just thinking of how do you get a one arm Pollock out of a tree and just smiling to myself. <laughs> just like <laughs> you just wave at him, stupid. See, he's so mean, guys. He's no, so not mean. at all. So that's your first day on the job, and you're you're introduced into this whole other world. But like you said, you don't have you come from a, a a loving, caring, great family, yes. and you had a great childhood. Amazing. You did different things. You were a big pro wrestler. But you know what? I, maybe could it be? I feel like it's just because you're a pro wrestling fan. That's what led you to this. <laughs> pro wrestling. I will blame pro wrestling on this. I will say that a lot of hot guys oiled up wrestling each other definitely didn't help uh, lower any sexual tensions in my life. I feel like, I wonder if there's, this might be the first podcast, because Pat, Pat was a wrestling guy uh, and being a promoter and everything. And, and I said to you, I'm kind of excited about this because this is, and I'm sure there's other people in the adult film industry that have podcasts. Yes. But, but not a wrestling adult film hybrid of that like, and you're a big wrestling fit i found actually quite a few adult film stars are wrestling yes, fans tanya tate's huge into yeah it. she loves going to events and i think like, i met her actually at uh in at the hard rock when a uh, zigman dolph ziggler was here oh. he i just saw him not not too long ago but uh he came out here one year and uh with kendra it was kendra, kendra Lust Lust, and yeah. her husband chuck i believe mm-hmm. who 
when I first met them, he just goes, look, I'm Minnie Ryback on his phone. Is his, his friends call him like Ryba, Minnie Ryback or yes. like he's a bald headed guy. And I just thought that was hilarious. I was like, it's so funny how they're two entirely different worlds, but I feel like they, I have fans that bring me WWE belts to hold over my yeah. head, like during AVNs and stuff. So it's, I feel like it kind of, it's like that hybrid of like NASCAR wrestling porn. There's, do you think that's why the divas do so good? As far as what now? I mean, the sex sells, right? So you put wrestling. Yeah, I got to be very careful talking about this because I made comments joking about, we and Pat were talking before oh, no. about this. Uh, have you seen Glow on Netflix? Yes. Um, and the, the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. And on that, like it was old school wrestling. And when female wrestling was uh, kind of in the, when, when that whole thing came about and it, one of the girls did a body slam and like shook her ass and was like, playing up being the bad guy and right. and all that the the bad girl and whatnot and and I and I said oh that's what's missing in wrestling today cuz like now right now they're on the kick and I know we talked about and we'll talk about it with you you don't keep up as much nowadays but you still watch here and yeah, there you know a course. little bit you know who some of the guys are yeah but like there's this big women's revolution now where women's wrestling like where they want to in like they're They've main evented pay-per-views where it's more awesome. wrestling where like it's like you you and your amateur wrestling. They like it's they're actually shooting the legs the, and they're actually doing like they're, they're, they're doing what the guys do and, and they're 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 allowed the time to like whereas before they might not have had as much time to go out there. You wanted to watch Sable and Sunny tear off as much clothes as possible. It was a different it was a different right. yeah, it was a different time and and whatnot. And like I've done nothing but say great things about them. But I'd mentioned, oh, that's what's missing in today's wrestling is the girls shaking their asses. Because that is really important still to play. It, to your sexuality oh yeah and it was tongue-in-cheek but it was also mentioning like some of the most popular females in that have yeah. always done that and like people took that and run with it and little kids got angry well guess ryback's what? a sexist and this and that oh oh no but it, it is what when you have a show that's what people are always going to try to, to grab find with. And... but if you listen to the podcast you can hear the context that it's talked about it but whatnot. who wants to do research when i can just hear this five second clip and tell you're a jerk or they just <laughs> read the headline of whatever the person puts out and not even listen to the actual content oh that is oh, a thing too and it's it's unfortunate but that's the times we live in and not everybody's going to educate themselves and, and look for the truth essentially but Sadly. it's like with today's, are you familiar with any of today's female wrestlers at all? Uh, I know. I watch the Bellas. Cause, okay. Uh, like, are you a total divas fan? Then? I am more. I love that show. Okay. Oh and like everyone always says, I look just like Nat. Like they're like you and Nat by nature. Oh I could God. see a little bit of a resemblance. Okay. I, I know Natty very well, so I could see. She a little... seems like like a real wrestler too. Yeah, yeah. She's like, a very she's sweet whole girl, family, right? Yeah. She so. comes in like it's. She, uh, her dad is Jim the Anvil. Yeah, Night, that's a nice And yeah. uh, he, uh, he's a very nice guy. I've always enjoyed. Legend. And uh, and I watched him growing up. And and she's just been involved with the Hart family and, and been around Brett and Owen growing up. And she's married to Tyson Kidd, whom I'm a big fan of and, and like him uh, very much and, and whatnot. So uh, I could see that resemblance a little bit. So I get that. I get, uh, I like I watch a lot of it more so now just to like get into who's fighting who, who's doing what and yeah. what the fans are like. Because again, a fans lot of them are crazy cross. Phoenix. Yeah. I deal with this on a daily. We have some really, really great, amazing fans. And then some crazy. Oh, so crazy. It's <laughs> What's the craziest thing a fan's ever asked you? Uh, no. So in person, uh, they're all very sweet in person. Of course. This all deals back to social media and social media. It's just a whole other can of worms. You hate it? Yeah. Why? Like, because I think it brings out the worst in people. And it's. I think it also exposes you to people. I'm a big believer. You are who you surround yourself with. Okay. 
And I think with social media, you it lets too many people in as far as it opens the floodgates. And the way to control that is is just to use it to put out what you want to put out and not get caught up in all the other stuff because you're essentially you don't you shouldn't need the reinforcement good or bad is and, and you should just be confident in yourself and have correct and i think it just wastes a lot of time and it gets you caught up in looking at what other people are doing and they're, they're finding in different research and things is social media is it's causing a lot of depression i was gonna say the depression <clears throat> And I know just to, if you just do one like search on it, like on Instagram and mm-hmm. you just start looking at things, you start looking and you see all these, it, it, it overstimulates your brain essentially. But you look and you see everybody, you'll see a person eating at this nice restaurant. You see this person working out doing this. You see this person skydiving. You see this person at the casino doing this. These people at a comedy show and you're just seeing these little things of people's lives, but you're seeing so much stuff. This guy doing jujitsu, this guy doing boxing, this guy wrestling and like you could have the most amazing productive day ever, but all of a sudden you start like, it makes you feel like you're not doing enough almost. Yeah. Like your day isn't full yeah. enough and you're not living a great, amazing life. And like everybody just like film and it's like, there's just something to it. Internally, it feels wrong to me. And I, I found for me, the best way is just delete it off my phone and live my life that. and put my content out for my fans and the people that follow me that if they, and, and hopefully they control their consumption. I can't control everyone's consumption, but I can control mine. Okay, so, so what about you allowing people to see that you're human? That I like, so I have my Snapchat for that where I'll, I'll okay. record. Like I've seen your yeah, Snapchat. Yeah, right back 24-7 on Snapchat. <laughs> and it, it, even I've downplayed that a little bit lately because it's just sometimes like, it's just weird. It's like, I can't explain it. It's it's like, it's driving and you see a, a homeless guy and you give him you give him 20 bucks, you give him 100 bucks. It's like, and, and people... You're not going to record you doing that where someone yeah, else is like... But oh, people do it all you. the time. It's like, what happened to just doing things and li- like, and I get sometimes it's good to put out uh, when you do something of an act of kindness to, so people can, can it might promote more of it essentially. Right. Like, well, oh, if he does it, I want to do it too. So you can look at it from that aspect, which is one thing, but like really, are the majority of people doing that, doing it for that? Or is it to, to show, look, I'm a really good person. Pat it, me on the back. I need attention. And that's that's again. social media essentially and putting the photos and, oh, I, I need the, I need the positive feedback. I need to hear how hot I am or how perfect I am or this. And I'm just kind of, I'm just, it's like, what are we doing? I don't know. It just feels wrong. So, and it's, it's, I'm sure it can be used responsibly, but it's, I think it's just so addictive by nature that, and I found like, even going into this, like I wanted to talk about, have you watched Narcos yet on Netflix? Yes. Oh my God. I love Narcos. I am addicted to that yes. show. I'm on season three already. And I just started watching it last week. He's and like, I need my Narcos fix. Where's Pablo? What Pablo Escobar, doing? the guy that plays Pablo Escobar. Perfection. It, yeah. And just his little mannerisms of, uh, just like the pulling up the pants and mm-hmm. he walks all like you could eat ages as the show goes on and you could kind of see him get more ginger and like yeah. he puts on a little weight and uh, I was I was in he was such a big part of that show on season three I'm not into it quite as much I'm on the same page because I'm only three episodes in as well. I think I'm a little pat I'm three or four and okay. I'm right with you close to it and but I think I'm like do I just need to get to know these other actors a little better maybe because our blonde detective guy's gone now everybody's like, gone yeah. everybody's been killed it's like it's just everybody Sorry gets murdered you, spoiler alert yeah yeah but it's it's just it is what it is. I mean, it's the show named Narcos. Everyone's going to die. Mm-hmm. The, but it is, I found on that, 
because everything is in Spanish on a lot of it, and you right. got you have to pay attention. Mm-hmm. You have to watch the subtitles and everything, and and then everything being said because it's easy to kind of if you miss a little, you can get lost a little bit on right. what's going on. And I found. For me, I was just like, and I don't even have the social media on my phone, but phones are just so addictive. I would be doing something and like watching the show. And like, I was like, I have to just put my phone away. Are you going to miss it? Or like, because usually if you can hear still and it's in English, you can still process what's going on, even if you're not physically watching it. Right. This show, though, you really have to focus on. And But I was just like, it's... It's just phones are so addictive and everything about you're playing it. video games on your phone while you're watching something and you're yeah. also reading other things as they're coming along. Yeah, it's just it, it's it's overstimulating the brain and it's just like and it's so many positive aspects on phones and and all this and social media where you could use it for really good stuff and cool things. But I just think by default, by design, there's this something with it that just triggers the brain and overstimulates it. And it's just. I don't know. I find that taking it off my phone and controlling it is it's a much happier life. I can't talk on the phone. Like if you were to call me, like you can text me. I'm right there. The minute you try to call it, like it freezes me up and I'm like, okay, well, I can FaceTime. I don't like not seeing somebody's face when I'm speaking. Okay. I always feel like something can be taken out of context and it's weird. Like I can't, and maybe it is the overstimulation because just talking to someone on the phone, I'm like, and are you getting my message? Like what face are you making? So it's so weird to me now. It's like, I have to be in front of somebody. Even text, it's easy to to misinterpret things and stuff. It's, it's really that I like, I'm a big fan of Voxer. Me and Pat were Voxer guys. Oh yeah. I remember you. I I, I got you on Voxer before. I deleted that. I love walkie talkies. (laughs) I was, I've been fascinated by walkie talkies since I was a kid. Yeah. You want to play the army guy. That's why. Yeah. And I think even Narcos, they have like the old school. I think that's why I secretly like this show even more is because I just see walkie talkies. I'm like, Oh, that's so cool. (laughs) He's like, you guys can talk to each other like at least five miles. Like that that good <laughs> but no I, I've that show is I think they're only on three seasons right because this one says yes, 2017 mm-hmm. and it's uh, it, it's on Netflix only right yes Netflix. have only. you seen Black Mirror no you need to check that out that is about technology and social media oh. and it, there's three seasons on that but they're only three or four episodes a season okay. they're like an hour long maybe a little a couple of them are a little longer I mentioned it a few weeks back it is um an unbelievable you will love it it's an unbelievable show okay check it out it is uh it is really really cool but uh this past week i think i think everyone has a better understanding of you now yeah i think bit. we're good if yeah. not google phoenix marie <laughs> oh don't it's, it's, safe search everybody on. out safe there on. <laughs> just go ahead and google phoenix marie and and that will but <laughs> oh. no it's we've been friends i think that's important let's, to yeah, mention that, that. where i met you initially was with WWE in Australia. Mm-hmm. I was with, I believe, The Miz and yes. Zack Ryder. Yes. And that we happened to everybody, a lot of the wrestlers went out to this like weird bar, club yeah. type. And we got there and like nobody was really there for, it was kind of dead. Yeah. And we were like, but we were just after a show, have a few drinks. And it was like a big two week tour where we're gone from home for a long time and everyone's burnt out already. And, and then somebody mentioned, that also that there was an adult film thing going on or something. Sexpo, so, right. Sex, something, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that there was going to, maybe some of them were going to be in there. And oh, that's cool. And I'll never forget, we're, me, Miz, and Zack Ryder are like kind of by the corner of the bar. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden I hear Zack like freaking out. He goes, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And I go, well, he goes, Phoenix Murray, Phoenix Murray. She's walking by, just play cool. Just like <laughs> being really nervous and like Aww. fidgety. And I think you, you walked by and went to the bathroom. 
and and I I didn't know who you were right. and that and, and and whatnot and I and I asked I go I go who is it he goes you don't know who Phoenix Marie is and I go no and and but after I looked you up I recognized you though oh, okay. um, from just... I believe your amateur wrestling days <laughs> yeah some, exactly uh, yeah 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 and. Uh, so we go, why don't you talk to her? And you go, I can't, like, he, he's a really funny individual. And I like Zach. Um, but he, he gets like, it's weird. He's a different, he's, he just gets. I'm sure his character on wrestling is super aggressive. So in person, he's still. No, not at all, actually. No? no. He's still just a goofball? He's, woo, 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 why, you why know it. Like... It's more of a, he's like a broski, a Long Island, like uh, Guido. No, I, don't, I guess it's Guido. <laughs> Guido? Like, but he's, uh, I can't, I don't he's know. He's a country Guido? No, he's from Long Island, legit. Like he's okay. a New, like a New Yorker. I don't, he, uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what his character is. He's Zack Ryder. Woo woo, you, woo woo, woo. You know it, bro. That's his catchphrase. Um, but he, Miz was like, oh, "I'll talk to her." And like, he, whatever happened, you walked by, and I was it Miz that stopped you, or was it me? I think it was you that stopped us. And I was like, "Oh, finally, someone taller than me. Who's this?" <laughs> yeah, and then just we started bullshitting, and then I think Miz. Because Miz was married at the time, yes. I believe. And Miz, but then Miz kind of chimed in and started talking. And Zach was like the only one not saying anything. Nothing. He didn't say anything. But that, like, it, it was literally, I think we talked for a little bit. And then, uh, I don't know what else. I think you you guys had your own, like, section in yeah. there. Yeah. And I remember having you guys come over towards the end of us leaving. Because I was like, they were all really nice. Like, yeah. we should invite them over. Why are they in the corner? And, like, Tegan Presley was with me. Angela White. Okay. Uh, me, I think Stoya and James Dean were that one as well. Okay. And so we were like, yeah, let's have them come over. And like, you guys came over and then right as you guys were coming over, they were like, oh, well, we're going to leave now anyway. And I'm like, well, why are we leaving? They just came over. Like, you guys are jerks. Yeah. But then we all kind of left at the same time, if yep. I remember. But we stay, I, I can't remember if I... I think I started following you on Twitter because you're like, oh, I'm on Twitter. And I was like, what was your name again? Because I didn't obviously. Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. I think you followed me. And then yes. I sent you a message after you followed yes, me. Exactly. And then we stayed in contact from there. And uh, and that was the our introduction to each other was that. But I remember Zach was just like a lot. of, And, I, and this, I'm not going to name names of the guys. There's a lot of wrestlers that love you. Oh, and I, thank you. It's, uh, <laughs> you are well known in that world. And I, I was like, but I, I just, I didn't know names. Yeah, I, I, no, like, it's I, okay. Most guys, okay. I, yeah, I'm I wasn't watching it to like Ryan, memorize I mean, the name. I'm sorry. It's normally, this is what searches. Okay, we go into Pornhub because let's be honest, is people actually buying porn these days is very low. Um, that is a yeah. I remember like me like, and my friends like when we were younger, like sneaking into a porn shop, and I was the one that actually went into like we put our money together and bought it, bought the cheapest porn possible. It's mm -hmm. a really funny story actually. And uh, me and uh, my buddy uh, James Suster, who listens to this show, and Kevin Salisbury, uh, he lives in Vegas, who who was one of my best friends growing up. And we like, we didn't, we were just in school. We were like in high school. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember, I think James was driving and we like pulled our money together, whatever that was, like 10 bucks or 12 right. bucks or 15. If you're lucky, you're like, we're not yeah. getting McDonald's on the way back. Sorry. Yeah. Dude. Like that money was supposed to go to something else and we pulled it together. And then like, well, like you're the biggest, so you're going to go in. And I was like, well, no, 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 I can't. You're not going to think I'm 18. Yeah, I'm not there but yet. They, they didn't question. And I remember I walked in like I knew what I was doing and like, I was just so paranoid and I'm looking down the aisle and like everything just looks 
looks the same. And I'm just looking just for any video that was going to fit my budget before anybody like stopped now, me. Now, were you more budget or you like, I want to see titties or no, I want to see just, a pussy? No, it or... was just get whatever we could that was like Decent, in the budget. Like, right? and just, oh, okay, this is what everyone, okay, cool, we'll get this. And I found something that was like $9.99 or something. And okay, I have enough money for this. Okay, th- yep, we'll go with this and like get up there and I'm paying. Like, I'm just thinking that like, he's going to ask for my ID. I don't have an ID. He's going to like just didn't ask for anything. How old it. were you? I don't even, I was in high school. I wasn't old enough to be in there. Yeah, yet. for sure. Yeah. And so, but I was like, I always was bigger and like, it just guess he thought I was 18. So it was, uh, but we went back to my buddy James house and like just three dorks and like watching boobs. Yeah. And sex it was like, we were, but his mom was home oh, and we no. go into his room and he shuts his door. It was just like three, three high school guys. Do you jerk off or not? No, no, not at all. Oh, You're absolutely just, not. Well, no, no, no. Cause I, I've been around guys growing up all my life and some of them were my pro wrestling guy friends Yeah, and they would literally like all watch and jerk off in the same room. I never encountered that like at all. <laughs> no, me, James and Kevin never, we were great friends, but we were not that good of friends. Oh, there was no circle jerks. I'm not, so sad. Phoenix, this, this is so ridiculous. <laughs> I'm sharing a, a pivotal moment in my life. Now the, uh, I've turned it dirty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, so, but we're sitting there and like James has the remote and like, we're trying to keep the sound loud enough to hear it. And the like, moans, but it was it. like, it was such a cheap porno. They, one of the scenes was outside and there was like a fly that kept coming into the oh, scene. I hate that. And we, I, I mean, it's really funny looking back and like, that was the porno that like we could afford. Yeah. And it was like, so of course there's going to be a fly in it. And, uh, his mom, I was just thought it, his mom just like barged into the room. Hey James. And like, he had to have done this before because he had it on boom stop off the thing into the blank screen and then like we all act like we're doing something like we're busy but we're all sitting at the edge of the bed watching this and then i since i went and got the video we like we were taking turns right owning the video and uh eventually though it got to the point i don't know i can't remember the exact details, but it was Kevin's turn to have the video. Mm-hmm. And I drove by and like threw it in his front yard. I don't know. Thinking like, thinking like, you know, if the paper's been delivered, like, pick yeah, it yeah. Up. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking at you this were point. Scared. Get rid of it. Yeah, I already... like, yeah, like, I think there was a reason why I thought I had to get he rid felt of it. Dirty after and, like, I remember it. his like parents found it the next day and he said, he came downstairs right. and his like parents had it in the movie player. Like Kevin, do you know whose video this is? And he goes, no, and, but like, he recognizes the video. Of course, because he's like, it was turn three. Everyone's already jerked off a lot to it. But I feel like those stores don't exist anymore. Maybe they do. You know what they do? And it's funny because like you said, that like nervousness, I think men, no matter the age, still walk into those with that same nervousness. Like they just, oh my God, I can't believe I'm buying a DVD in here. Yeah. I go to the one over. um, Sexuality is so weird. And like the weed, so many restrictions have been put on it and you grow up thinking so many things and it's like. Oh, and like every one of us that does adult is fucked up. It's clearly the most popular thing in the world. There are billions of people. It's the one thing everybody has in common, I feel like. Everyone fucks. Yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, as children, most of them are touching themselves and parents don't know how to even address that. It's crazy. That's a whole other topic. Yeah. and all that but it's so you were going though with with the 
Pornhub you mentioned. Yes, Pornhub. Oh, the reason why he wouldn't remember names. That's right. Yeah. Um, most guys tend to go to one of the sites. I'm going to say Pornhub because they, the browser's Pornhub and I love both of those. I wrote about that in my book, Wake Up, It's Feeding Time. The, uh, the Feeding Time and Pornhub. Nice. Yeah. Good uh, no, no, not Pornhub, but uh, just uh, uh, our brains and porn. Yeah. And, uh, you just... tend to like just type in, I'm looking for anal, cowgirl. I'm looking for big tits. I'm looking for bush. I'm looking for feet. I'm looking for... Or, I don't know. Have you blondes. ever done a? Have you ever done an amateur wrestling scene dating back to your glory days as a shooter? So uh, I have. When I first got in, there was this guy who liked girls cat fight. It was like cat fight yeah. series, and he's like, "Oh, you're really big. Okay, you slammer." He had me like doing all these wrestling feel, moves. In I feel like you've really missed an opportunity. Date going back to my joke about the men with erections <laughs> of doing that, reliving one of your scenes and just like wrestling. But it's yeah, it's a real wrestling match. So Ryback's play. looking for a new career guys yeah. you're gonna find him on my only fans page we, we 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 can get that we actually can mention that in the plugs tonight that, that is what we do here we mention what we have going on but i think we have joked before in the past and i but uh because my catchphrase is feed me more mm-hmm. that it's a layup that if if ryback goes into the porn industry feed me whore it is, would be yes is that's the first tagged. is the first film he's gonna be like nick manning dropping or loads. that's just my catchphrase yeah. I do it in every film like oh that's the guy that screams feed me whore right as you jerk off on their faces it's gonna be a... <laughs> this show has got a whole other direction now <laughs> don't worry guys we have the wrestling news yeah, coming yeah. up later oh yeah yeah no no about your week tell me more <laughs> whore <laughs> Oh, no, it's good. I'm actually doing uh, two more stem cell procedures. I've mentioned to everybody that listens to the show. I've uh, like when I left WWE, I, I wanted to do the business stuff, and I had all these other goals. And uh, I wasn't. This was kind of a curveball. I was always I was in pain up there um, with my back and shoulder, but I I thought taking a little time off. When I when I left, I thought it would all heal up, and it got way worse. Really? And it was it was just from my back. And we've talked about this was from doing the backpack stunner deal, where mm-hmm. I have the guy on me on my back and, and going landing on my ass. It compressed four of my disc severely from doing that for many many years. I was doing that move in developmental when I was really young as like a finishing move when I was Skip Sheffield. Oh, that was like my finishing move. So I was I've been doing that bump forever and on WWE live events, I was doing it almost every night, like kind of as like a near fall with big guys. Yeah, with heavy guys. Yeah. And- even if they, even a guy that's only 200 pounds, it, it's 200 pounds extra coming down on my back with all my weight coming down. And even though I never felt anything, it, it took its toll. And I got an MRI and four of my discs were like just severely worn out. Luckily, we have stem cell procedures now where they could take your bone marrow and they can go in there and they just they take it and they mix it with PRP, which is plasma rich, uh, platelet rich mm-hmm. plasma. And, and spin it and they inject it into the damaged areas and it just regenerates everything. And it's been 10 weeks since I've had that done. My back is pretty much almost 100%. That's amazing. It, it's unbelievable. I, I'm, it's so cool we live in this period right now where this stuff exists, but my shoulder was in really, really bad shape. And I haven't mentioned this, uh, and I take the full blame on this, but when I had surgery when I was in FCW Florida Championship Wrestling when I was really young on my right shoulder, that it was never the same after that. And when I got to WWE as Ryback, um, my shoulder was in bad a bad way just starting out up there. Wow. And I was always stretching it. I had scar tissue from the surgery, and I was like always using the lacrosse ball. And it was always just tight. And they, uh, and 
they had mentioned uh, getting cortisone shots there, which would help ease the pain and kind of. Yeah, I've it, heard it's great for pain. It, a lot of NFL guys do it. And it's just it's um, it's something. It's it has its benefits to it, but there's and they say if you do two or three a year, usually if you stay under two a year. Um, that you don't get those negative side effects with it. Uh, but for whatever reason, I don't know how much I was being given or anything like that, but I, I take full responsibility because I, I... You wanted not to be in pain. I didn't want to be in pain, yeah. and, and, but it's kind of the mindset you get in when you're up there. And they, uh, I was getting these cortisone shots two, sometimes three times a year, but they were giving it to me in my joint mostly, in my shoulder joint. Ooh. And one of the side effects of cortisone is it eats away the cartilage. So... Like a couple of years ago, I noticed my shoulder joint started cracking when I would be in the weight room and like Ooh. grinding on each other. And I'm like, well, why is this going on? And I had no idea. And you don't, you really don't want to have any idea. You don't yeah, want to. That, that's your bone you, on its bone. Because we all know when we get into pro wrestling that it's not good for your body. So, but you don't ever want to really admit to yourself because we all time flies when you're up there and you and go from your fun. 20s to your 30s and you're having fun and you're living a fast-paced life and but like it takes its toll on you and eventually I went and got an MRI when I left because my shoulder it just I stretched it every day I had ART people working on it massage people doing cold baths 42 degrees into the hot tub nothing was working internally something was wrong and I had a few muscle tears in there which the stem cells really did a good job with those um, but my cartilage was pretty much non-existent there was just a little left in there mm -hmm. which is all you need though for the stem cells really? to work. yeah as long as they have something to latch onto they can re they can they can regenerate re regenerate and reproduce that and yeah so the cracking has gotten way better than it was but it's still not gone and the stem cells work for about six months. And then you got to, if they're not better yet, you got to get more. And right. um, so what they're doing now, I they're going to go back in and do my fat cells first in all the areas. So don't they like lipo basically is what they, they do? Take they take it like out of it. your side. They'll get like find wherever you keep your fat stores. Right. And Which they, he doesn't have any fat. So I know I've always taught like, uh, like I'll have a little bit on my side. They can get out. <laughs> and then they take that and they mix that with the PRP and they go in all the muscles again. They're going to go in the joint. And then in two more weeks, um, and this I'm not going to miss any time with this, where before I took it easy for a while because I was in bad shape. Now, like I got a wrestling match on the 14th. I'll go do that. I'll be fine. I'll get this done on the 3rd and then go back on the 17th and do the bone marrow stem cells in which uh, it'll just essentially give me six more months of healing and just okay. keep working around it and just let it get better and better. But the back has been so quick to improve that I'm hoping the shoulder because this last time when I did the shoulder what we did is they did the fat cells and then I got my shoulder scoped two weeks later Ooh. that is a very that's a minor procedure that doesn't but what happens is even though you get it scoped it takes out some of those cells right. so this time now we're doing it right um Fat cells, two weeks, bone marrow stem cells. And it should really, really help because my shoulder on the latest MRI was in better shape than it was six months ago. That's amazing. So, so it's good. And yeah. this is stuff that previously was... Not even there. You couldn't do couldn't, it. There would be like, it, you're like, oh, you got to get a shoulder replacement eventually. And like that's, I would rather just be bone on bone than get a shoulder replacement because those. They're not, they're not scientifically It's not like a yet. hip replacement right. or anything where it, it's like a plastic ball and socket. Like, and yeah. they, they wear out through weight training. And, and through, they do so many hip replacements as people get older. So there's so many more being done. Yeah. They've perfected that. And I think in maybe five or 10 years, the shoulder, they'll have one that is. One, well, I heard they're doing, um. What is it called? Whenever they make the mold, the 3D moldings, they actually now can 3D mold your existing. Really? And so they're trying, they're starting with the knees. 
and the knees because obviously you need that ball and socket to be so on point that they're doing the 3d knees with the 3d printers and then from there they're going to do shoulders next yeah oh it's eventually going to be where they could replace anything (laughs) it's just a matter of when but like i look at it like they're already trying to find ways of regrowing cartilage if no, no cartilage is there. And like so eventually that it's going to be able to be fixed. I hope so cuz that would be awesome. My knee hurts. <laughs> yeah, no there's a, I, there's so many people out there that have injuries that and I, I always look at it as like I understand like pro wrestling and people that have pain it, like a lot of pro wrestlers die young and, and stuff and especially back 70s 80s that yeah. generation even part of the 90s and Hulk Hogan I'm sure so he's much he's had damage. a lot of surgeries and, and the, he had to do so many like steroids to keep like the it was a different time yeah. yeah and like they but they a lot of them got addicted to pain pills and whatnot mm-hmm. and I but I look at it like I was like, well, what I'm, I don't, I haven't gone that route and I ever have, but like if I was still wrestling and in that much pain, would I have to do that to get by? And then does it take on its own life? Like you get addicted without knowing you're getting, yeah, it made it, I was like, like I understood it a little better. I was yeah. like that. I can understand why guys, and not to say that that's every guy's case, but the pain in wrestling is very real. And so this past year has been so as great as it's been business wise and even wrestling wise and having a time of my life wrestling, it's been a time for me to like, look at this, get yourself as healthy as you can right. so that when I'm 50, 60 years old, I'm not a fucking wreck. Yeah. Because you're not have, everything being replaced. Yeah. So that's kind of my mindset right now with everything. And it's just like, why wouldn't I'm not on TV anywhere. I'm not, a, I'm not under contract. Anyone I work for myself, life is great, but like get healthy. Yeah. I feel like that should be everyone's like goal. If we're fortunate enough. And I'm like, I'm in a position where I'm able to, to get this stuff done so knock on wood continued (laughs) it's uh i think i'm looking forward to it so tuesday i will uh get that the next stem cell procedure done and uh go on from there but uh, i do want to mention before we we're going to get into some plugs here and uh the my shell shock extreme fat burner with feed me more nutrition everyone has been anxiously awaiting this the labels it's been back and forth with the manufacturer um Finally, the labels have been approved. Uh, I have to go. We have to make corrections on them. We have to make sure we meet all the all the label requirements and all that. Uh, and the bottles, everything has been bottled up. It's just now the label company is printing the labels, sending them to the manufacturer. And I will have the Feed Me More Nutrition Shell Shock in hand. And it will go up on Amazon, which will take probably a week from when I get it. And uh, But it will go up on feedmemore.com right away. So it is only, uh, it is right around the corner, guys. I know we've been week after week after week kind of just waiting for that. So um, it's going to be out very, very soon. The labels are all done. They just got to be printed and bottled up. And that is being done as we speak. So stay tuned for that. And with our plugs, what I do, I have a little list that I make uh, of anything that every thing that I got going on that I plug. We always do a song of the week oh, for this. Okay. Do you have a particular song that you would like to uh, have played? Our, our editor will put this in um, uh, while we I read. think you should go with the songs. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to go with, this is a very funny song for this, but as a, a goodbye to Pat, and, and we wish him the best with everything going on. And I decided to go, My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion. Aww. I feel like I think I might have used this song before, which is really funny if I have. All right. For all fan mail for the big guy Ryback, please send to P.O. Box 752-740, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89136. Thank you guys for always staying in contact. I love hearing from you. You could reach me at the P.O. Box. 
Feed Me More Nutrition, available on Amazon, feedmemore.com. In Las Vegas, at Spartan Nutrition in North Las Vegas and Wise Chiropractic in South Las Vegas. Wake Up, It's Feeding Time, the motivational book by the big guy Ryback, available on Amazon in paperback, Kindle, and Audible form. We have the new Feed Me More Nutrition workout shorts, pants, and tank tops on feedmemore.com. And the Feed Me More gold boards are $14.99 on Amazon. Fuel Meals, my personal meal prep service. Save 10% with discount code THEBIGGUY. Holosync Meditation, the personal meditation program that I use by Bill Harris and have used for years. The link for that is on feedmemore.com. The official Feed Me More Nutrition Facebook is at Feed Me More Nutrition and follow us on Twitter at CWTBG. Phoenix, do you have anything that you would like to add in? Your OnlyFans, perhaps? Uh, OnlyFans.com backslash Phoenix Marie. Uh, follow me on Twitter, at P Marizzle. And then I'm on Instagram, P-H-X-M-A-R-I-E. Awesome. All right, guys, we'll be right back after this. I am the ultimate Ryback, and I'm here to tell you about Feed Me More Nutrition. It is the ultimate premium in sports nutrition. Wake up, unlimited energy. I take it non-stop and I am all the unlimited energy from the gods above my blood, my my skin. The energy is pouring through my system. The big guy of natural testosterone. Booster will be giving you erection to the heavens. And if you need protein, protein built muscles upon muscles. My, I so hungry. Premium grass fed, prebiotic, enhanced whey protein. Isolate is what you need. That burn. Body fat with shell shock, extreme fat burner, the most powerful fat burner on the market today. Feed me more nutrition, save 10% with podcast 10, available on feedmemore.com and Amazon. You're anything like us, you like to enjoy a nice ice cold soda every now and then, but you hate the empty calories and artificial sweeteners that come with it. With Zevia, you don't have to pick your poison. You won't feel awful worrying about the potentially stupid harmful side effects, because with Zevia, there are none. Zevia uses the all-natural sweetener Stevia and doesn't have any caramel coloring either. The result is a delicious and safe soda with none of the nasty stuff. Zevia has 14 flavors of soda, 4 flavors of sparkling water, and 4 flavors of awesome energy drinks. This is the naturally sweet and pop you and your family will crave. And Zevia is giving you the opportunity to try their products for yourself for free. That's right, for free. If you live in the US or Canada, just go to zevia.com slash podcast and sign up. And they'll mail you a coupon for a free six pack. What are you waiting for? Head to zevia.com slash podcast and get your hands on some ASAP. Don't forget to tell them Mark for Life sent ya. 
All right, and we're back. And it's, it's everybody's favorite time. You guys have done an amazing job for us on this show with the reviews. Reviews of the week. Possibly because I give out free Feed Me More Nutrition. And uh, it's not often, Phoenix, that if you look through the reviews, usually we've done a good job with this show. The, the, there's only a handful of one-star miserable people that have actually left negative reviews on the show, which I'm sure they will chime in and do many more after this. But (laughs) it's people have, uh, the feedback has been overwhelming, uh, throughout the last year. And hopefully that continues with, uh, the new, with the new co-host of the show, P Marizzo, Phoenix Marie. So go ahead. I don't know. uh, I'm a big fan of, we, we get reviews. Does it show if they're domestic or not Phoenix on there? Uh, No, I don't see that part. Okay. That's going to be, Pat always seemed to know that that's, I'm uh, shipping internationally is quite expensive, so I'm already giving away free supplements. I'm also sometimes shipping could be in excess of over a hundred dollars yeah. to some of those. So, but I, I'm I'm fair. I'm a man that's very fair of the of the reviews. I try not to just favor domestic, but uh, we we tend to usually get more domestic if you know what what I mean. So uh, go ahead and hit me with a. We do we have a few reviews this we week. We have a few actually. We have uh, from what I'm seeing. One, two, three, four, five stars, like, within the last 12 hours. Uh, well, go ahead. Give me, start off with the first. We'll see. Uh, let's do at least three today. Okay. So, real talk with the big guy from some Bobby. I was a huge WWE fan growing up, and then I fell out of watching for a while, and I missed a lot of Ryback's work. But in the last year, I've returned to watching wrestling and started listening to this podcast every week. Ryback is awesome, practical advice. I come for the wrestling news, commentary, and stay for the fitness tips, the banter with Pat Buck makes it fun experience every week. Nice. I like that review. Well, hopefully the banner with Phoenix Marie will be just as good. So I'm trying to keep it up, guys. Don't worry. I'll keep it up. <laughs> the, I feel like we will, we will be just fine, but I like very good review. Thank you. Uh, big fan of the big guy by R. Clark 64. Sorry, okay. the names are all like small. I was on a break of watching fake fighting when Ryback was on the WWE TV. But after listening to a few podcasts, I went back to watch his work. I love the jocularity between Buck and Ryback. I listen each week and every week for the wrestling news commentary. But I stay for the tips of the week. Thanks for being so vulnerable, sharing your true selves with us each and every week. Congrats on all of your success. Ah, another great review. It's... it's you have the, 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 the common theme with a lot of the reviews is the, the people love the banner with me and Pat, but I feel like in throughout all my interviews over the years, I, I feel like I can banner with anybody. So True. I'm hoping we can keep this up. Hey, and I want to I be fun. If not, Phoenix, I'm blaming you all for all the downfall. <laughs> He's going to kick me out, For guys. the downfall of conversation with the big guy. Eventually, it's just going to be me alone. Staring just, at me in the kennel with drinking, the drinking, just ranting, uh, like hour long, just hour and 15, hour, 20 minutes, just negative bitch fest. Uh, oh, I hate wrestlers Just now. so drunk. So drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to watch this one now. Right, I want to watch me, it. You guys give me can... one more review. Let's... Okay. I'm going to go with uh, this one because it's really cute. One of the best all-around podcasts I've ever listened to. So I don't use iTunes, but I went through the process of creating an Apple account, giving them just enough of all my personal information and credit card so I could create an account to leave a review here. 
That should give you an idea of how much I dig this podcast. I like the format where Pat is kind of the news guy. Ryback gives his take on topics based on his time in the WWE and works well and I enjoy the insight. Also, it hit me the other day that I actually kind of live this podcast. I'm cutting out all the soda, switching to the Ziva back in March. Zevia. Zevia. It's one of our big sponsors. Oh, I will not mess that up again. My most loyal sponsor. So now they are, it's what I am drinking tonight with my uh, Tito's vodkas. I mix it with a little Zevia. And we mix mine as well. With Zevia. This is your first, how is it by the way? It's actually good. It's it's sweet. It tastes sweet. It's the, uh, Stevia is uh, sweeter than sugar actually. It comes from a plant. It's all natural. The miracle plant they call it and um which is what i use and feed me more nutrition as well so sorry to interrupt this great no, review awesome um to taking on a keto after hearing pat suffer through it this literally has been a life-changing podcast in the 26 days i've lost 20 pounds keto awesome. inspired but hey that's the only one of the part of the greatness this is a monday podcast which means i actually have something to listen to on a monday a void that has existed since roddy roddy piper passed away oh that's awesome that is uh that is our winner this week what is what is the name again uh this is black rainbow 1978 thank you for that great review please email me at the big guy at feedmemore.com with your supplement of choice Hopefully in two, if you, we have the, the, we'll have the shell shock fat burner, even if you want to wait a week or two, but we will uh, go ahead and contact me there and I'll throw in a free feed me more nutrition shaker bottle and workout towel as well. And guys, thank you very much as always for the great reviews. Um, and with the, with the, the new co-host now, and uh, I'm looking forward to, to your guys's feedback and uh, I'll have to maybe look at social media to see the feedback on some of this and uh but i'm looking forward to it you know if they do really good we might actually throw an eight by ten sign by me you know i'm just saying hey if you want if you want to (laughs) join in on it i i'm very big on the without the fans that's why i do the po box not a lot of wrestlers or people uh do that sort of thing arnold was a big arnold schwarzenegger uh i i i like the way that um just from a success standpoint, how he's motivated and done a lot of cool things with his life. And that was one of the things he always did when he was younger. He always had a P.O. Box for fan mail. And in the business where uh, a lot of this revolves around money and different things and and it's sell or be sold. That's what we're all here. Everything is business essentially. But that's one way for me, for fans to like, for kids and people, adults too, uh, (laughs) to send in uh, a trading card or two or an autograph and and share their story and, and not to charge and just to get back. And it's always, uh, I always smile when I go to the PO box and it's full every week and that people a year and a half off of TV and that still, still love you. they still follow and and that that's why I do this and thank you guys very much so keep those reviews coming the show will continue the show will go on and it will be bigger and better than ever all right phoenix it's time now for my tips of the week tips of the week yay Okay. Are you familiar? Have you ever listened to an episode of Conversation with the Big Guy? No. And we've been friends this whole time and you've never once Because like, you were like, oh, well, you should come on. And I was like, I'm there. Okay, let me know. And he's like, I was just kidding. No. I'm so offended you've never listened to my Sorry, he doesn't God love me. It. He doesn't love me. I'm Sorry. kidding. It's, it's, it's okay. It's he's all right. He's going to beat me up later. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'll leave a review next week on this one. I'll be like, look, I listened to your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to start from the beginning <laughs> yeah. and listen to everything. That was a 57 no. from what I saw so far, so I got some listening. They, uh, By the way, most podcasts, uh, it is... Um, 
most podcasts, people that go into the podcast world, they don't make it past seven episodes. Wow. Which is, um, and when we started this, it would, we were doing four or five, six episodes at once Mm -hmm. where, but we were doing more like 45 minute to an hour episodes. We were just kind of getting... Filling it up. Yeah. yeah. It is a learning process. And then then eventually we've gone up to three hour episodes. But I find the two hour mark is the sweet Decent. spot for you want to usually do two hours, but you don't want to force it. If it's an hour and a half, it's an hour and a half. Yeah. But it's two was kind of like the average, I would say, of all our shows. And uh, it's it's truly like I, it's the most fun I have all week just to like get in here and bullshit. And it's a way to keep your voice out there and um, communicate with your fans. And I think you're going to see because you have a great following. That it, nice. I that, love them. That, that it's a way for them to get to know you even better. It's essentially a weekly interview without being an interview, but yeah. just talking about whatever comes up and you talk about a story and something triggers a memory that you have and you just kind of go with it. So um, I really, really enjoy this. But this what people were mentioning in the reviews or the tips of the week where I kind of give um, a little more insight into things that have worked for me uh, and helped me. And they, every week it's something different and from different. I do my book of the week, my quote of the week, my nutrition tip of the week and my workout slash fitness tip of the week. And uh, a lot of I've had people come to me to meet and greets that have lost over 100 pounds yeah. since starting the show. And it blows my mind. Just they've just by adopting principles that I use in my life and they've adopted that adopted that, those principles into their life and, and made it work for them and I just think it's really cool and because um, it's just a show with me bullshitting and and there's a lot of serious things we talk about and a lot of just entertainment things we talk about but um thank you guys it, it's really cool to see the success stories so with that being said my book of the week this week is uh the tb12 method uh, how to achieve a lifetime of sustained peak performance by tom brady and uh i know you're a big kansas city chiefs fan yes I am. Um, i've always been a big tom brady fan okay I, I'm, a, I'm more of a players guy okay yeah because you actually sent me a shit talking thing before the game on when we beat brady and his team right yeah but that yeah. was more just because I knew you liked the, yeah, I know. <laughs> like the Chiefs, and it was like halftime. I, I thought it was later in the game, by the way, because uh, I went to Hooters to grab some wings before a show a few weeks ago. And uh, I was like, oh, I'm going to mess- message Phoenix to just let her know that, that you know, the Chiefs are losing. And uh, yeah. and then they, they lost, the Patriots. Yeah, and, lost, uh, I, lost the first game. And you the let me know right away. Home. Yeah, I yeah. Like, hey, so how'd that work out? No answer No, back. not at all. I didn't even. <laughs> he ghosted me, guys. The one time I tried to talk shit with the football, like, and it was, I was like, I'm not good at this. Like, I, it was cute though. I liked yeah, it. I, I just, cause you always, I know you're always talking about the chiefs. So yes, I was right. like, Oh, this is, a, I don't really ever talk shit on things. I was like, Oh, this is kind of funny. Like <laughs> the Patriots aren't going to lose. They're winning. If they look good, they're back. They're the most consistent team or have been over the years. Uh, and just, it, it didn't work out that way. But this book is, uh, I'm just into the first, I'm probably about an hour and a half into it. And, uh, it is an amazing book and uh it's i can't wait to get more into, into it but every week i kind of share a book that uh i usually audible i do the audio books now because nice. i can process those faster than reading physical books and i still do physical books occasionally but it's um check that out guys the guy's the greatest quarterback of all time probably or arguably i should say i think he's awesome yeah he he's had a, it, it's hard to compare them to other great it's he, he's an unbelievable athlete and he's maintained uh peak performance over the years and i'm looking forward to, to kind of hearing more of, of how he was successful 
Quote of the week this week. There is no one road to success. You must find your own route by Robert Kiyosaki, uh, who's the author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and uh, a great author on just financial um, freedom and, and getting out of the rat race. And he has a lot of different books out there on creating cash flow and getting out of the employee mindset and whatnot. And, uh, I just kind of, I saw that quote and it's kind of what I'm doing right now and just trying to make my own path and not going by what other people have done. And, uh, it's, uh, I really, really like that. And I think you guys can use that to, to your advantage. If you can process that my nutrition, uh, Tip of the week. I got a natural sleep aid that I'm coming out with. The name you guys are going to love. And once it's officially trademarked, it will... Uh... Is it night-night, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> Let's that, go night-night. <laughs> is that, is it, there is a sleep aid. Uh, the, uh, the, the, the bodybuilder that just passed away, Rich Piana. Oh, no. Um, but he had... Uh, I think it's knocked the fuck out. Okay. But it, they have it bleeped out. Is is his sleep aid? Oh um, no, I feel bad for saying that. Damn it. My, my, no, I could. Mine is already, and I will. I'll file it here. Okay. Is uh, I'm not gonna say it. Yet, no, wait, yeah, save yeah, it, well, wait. Save it's it. really, Hold really. It like a baby. It's really cool. Uh, but it is uh, some ingredients that it's, that will help you naturally go to sleep and not make you feel hungover. I there, hate that grogginess. Every a time lot of things. The yeah, it, I want you to try this. So. What you essentially need, I found when this whole thing came to me, uh, there's many more ingredients in my sleep aid that is going to be coming out. But the, the, the foundation of the formula is in four different things. And initially, it started with just two things. The first is ZMA, but the key thing in ZMA is the magnesium. And there's a reason for this. And I'm not, I'm not a scientist or anything, but I know the magnesium plays a big part of this. And my good buddy JD with Iron Attitude was the one who kind of actually filled me in on all this from from one of his doctor friends. But 450 milligrams of magnesium or ZMA, I like to, if you're a guy, just buy a bottle of ZMA and take the serving size of the ZMA every night. I do that with uh, 2,250 milligrams of GABA, G-A-B-A, along with quercetin, 500 milligrams, and 5-HTP. 100 milligrams you take those ingredients together i i assure you you are going to get a great night's rest and within i would say 30 to 45 minutes i'm taking reactive magnesium just for muscle repair so yeah I can see that the, there's something with all of these together they all work in different ways part of them works on your brain other parts work on your body of relaxing you and shutting you down and it is i'm telling you it that is going to be the foundation. He's of my not going to find any more bottles because I'm going to take them. I love yeah. sleep. <laughs> but it is it is like getting a good night's rest. And it'll, so many people struggle with that. And this actually this this formula helps with with anxiety, too, and things like that, because that's a big problem. People have your mind starts racing at night. Oh, yeah. And it, thinking about tomorrow and it's but like if you, you need when, to but you know tonight. when you're that tired and you're so tired it's just such a you just need to go to sleep yeah like you don't worry about anything because you're just going to sleep like it's right. so uh if you have trouble sleeping or if you just want to get a better night's rest try that try that out and uh give me your feedback on social media or I don't know where else I'll see it. I guess on the reviews, if you leave reviews or, or let Phoenix know on social media so she can tell I me. I actually, yeah, I check it way more than She's him, so, so addicted to social it. media, guys. Oh, whatever. <laughs> He's just mad because I said that he was crying his El Pollo Loco the other day. It's fine. <laughs> and you messaged me and I had no idea. I go, what are you talking about? And you go, oh, I put it on Twitter. I go, oh, I don't look at that. Oh, weirdo. Sorry. It's, he has a life. Clearly, I don't. I try to just live life now and not like just sit on the, the phone all day, even though because I'm doing other things on 
on the phone, but with work and stuff. He's talking with girls. I know he is. Just constantly texting. <laughs> so what are you wearing? What are you wearing <laughs> Same conversation with a hundred different people. Slut. That's a little uncalled for, Phoenix. All right. Workout fitness tip of the week, guys. Um, this is a cool thing I have in my gym at home here. It's the Mag Grip uh, lat pull down. Uh, it's M A G. They make. I don't know if you've ever seen these, Phoenix. They make um, different workout contraptions or or pieces, like you know, like the lat pull down. Yeah, of course. But they do it where like you grip it with your hands. You're curled in. Yeah. More so. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it, it, they have like wider ones, narrow ones, mm-hmm. and then they do a lot of different, they have different rowing things. Right. It, it just gives you a way better feel. Like it, it work. It's like, they, it feels way better. I than, like the TRX for that too. They have, it's just lot. like grip is, and it's just a different way of doing different movements and I stuff. I have really good grip strength. Do you, yeah. are, are you familiar with the captain's a crush? No. It's hand grippers that I, I'm, it's like the strongest guys in the world use them. I got oh, them yeah, in my yeah. gym. Uh, Mark Flippy does it. Yeah, oh yeah, he could probably, yeah. I can, he could probably do the highest level. Yeah, he's uh, just like, I guess he sits there at his desk and just does it like it's Play-Doh, and I'm like, what the? That's fuck what I do in my gym twice a week. I do them. I got to put chalk on and get because my hands get sweaty. But and it's like I've always had big forms, and I've always been. Everyone that listened to this podcast, I'm a big Mark McGuire fan, oh. and he always had big forearms. So I've always been obsessed with with hand grips. So that's good to know you have good hand grip strength too. Mm-hmm. But check that out, guys. Mag Grip Fitness uh, accessories there. They uh, they kind of just gives you a variation on uh, on your workout. And that's it for the tips of the week. And now with that, Phoenix, would uh-huh. you like to go ahead? And uh, we have some questions, I believe. You guys have left us questions. Pat does the questions. He used to do them. So I am, I am now passing that off to you on the tablet to go through that CWTBG. Um, I guess if you just read Read them as you go down. Pat would kind of decipher through good and bad. This is going to be a learning process with us. We're okay. just yeah, because I you know I just start reading things. I'm like, oh, that's Michael cute. White likes to leave a lot of things. And he's that's he, he's one of my loyal followers, though. He's a great man, and I like to address his questions because he does always has good questions. And he's right at the top, so he's got six questions total for us. Oh, exactly. six tonight. Yeah. Okay. Stepping it up a little bit. Yeah, right, well, let's cute. start with number one and we'll see how we go. If it's, I can try to rapid fire these okay, for us. Well, this one was cute. Uh, new host. Welcome. What's your favorite movies that you've made? I will say all of them. So that's a quick one. What about you? What's favorite movies you've ever made? Uh, Home ones? No, I'm not, I'm not a movie guy. Uh, I've never, never made a movie or anything like that. Really? Oh. We should do a story of Ryback. Oh, a documentary. Oh, I want to do like it. A porn documentary? No, I didn't say porn. I can do other things. You know I work camp. You are a smart girl, but by the basis of that question, it sounds like you're like, oh, let's do a porno. I don't want to do a porno. Ryback Jeez. says he's going to do a porno oh on my YouTube God. For next week. Jesus. <laughs> Not next week. What? I don't. Oh, yeah, no. I, I mean, uh, what time is it? No. <laughs> I, I'm a, I, I like Happy Gilmore. Okay. Yeah, you, you just said that, so we'll go with that. Uh, Ryback, how many vegetables should we eat daily? Uh, if it's green, you can really never get enough of it. I, I always say things like green beans and broccoli, um, th- there's really their negative calories in it where your body takes more, it takes more calories for your body to digest it. That is actually, than is actually in the food. Um, so it is very keto friendly, uh, things, even asparagus. I, I tend to stick with broccoli and green beans. If you 
I mean, obviously, uh, I would think, uh, you know, a couple servings a day would be fine. Everyone's different. But you, you if you, I eat bags at a time. So of, That's because you're giant. Yeah. Normal person. The yeah. Normal size. But I say, like, you know, those micro, the bags of the you microwave the broccoli. Yeah, yeah, of course. I'll buy the fresh one, too, sometimes. But sometimes I just get the microwave broccoli yeah. and throw it in. And I'll eat. Five I'll minutes, eat, you got a whole yeah, bag. Put a little butter spray on it and potassium salt. And it's. The dogs are whining as we go. They, but that, they love me. You, you can never get enough greens. So. No. Okay. And then best back routine. Uh, as as the dogs now have are jumping <laughs> They're on Phoenix. They're taking me over. They're taking me over. <laughs> <laughs> the best back exercise, back exercises. Uh, obviously, uh, I, I'm a big believer in free weights, but but with injuries and things, you got to work around. There's, I, I like doing a variation of lat pull downs uh, or pull ups and 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 pulls, different thing in deadlifts or low back. What about push ups? Regular push ups. But like that's more for your for your for your chest and shoulders and triceps and things like that. But for actual and everything's connected. But for actual back, I always tr- for me, I, I try to hit the muscle from every direction possible. So literally pulling uh, down and then and pulling like rows type that type thing. Deadlifts for your low mid back or the low back machines anything literally try to work your entire body that every exercise works so there, there's but and there's some things everybody's different i might get better results from doing lat pull downs and and you might just you might get better results from doing actual pull-ups it just yeah. but they're all the same thing essentially with just different exercises and different exercises go different ranges of motion so uh, there's no right or wrong with it it's just go in there and put the work in one way or the other he also asked our push-ups good yeah, I love. I, I like doing push-ups actually with the uh, the perfect push-up little gimmicks. The they where they put your where your they twist. Have you seen those? Uh-huh. I've mentioned it on the show before, but you go down and your your hands are in the the ideal position for your shoulders, and as you come up, you you rotate out. You rotate in actually, oh, in. and it squeezes the. You get a better contraction, but it's healthier for your shoulders also. I'm I'm like you with the lacrosse ball, so I yeah, can understand. That. It, it's uh, I'm if you're gonna do put. I mean, again, you can do push-ups if it doesn't bother you, but I like doing them with the perfect push-up personally. That they, I found it works really well. What is the ideal body fat range for men? I like none. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's I actually like fluffy, but go ahead. Yeah, I don't think there's there's again, there's no right or wrong on this. I think is as long as you're healthy and you you, yes. you go to the somebody might be fifteen percent and they have a they have quite a bit of body fat, but they go to the doctor and they're, they're perfectly skinny fat. And yeah, but they're perfectly healthy. All their blood work is normal. I think you got to go by. I think have being opt in optimal health is is key and all that. But it's um, some people. It, it could be a personal thing. I like keeping my body fat lower. Yeah. I just don't like body fat. I don't feel comfortable with body fat. I feel more secure with my body fat is lower. Some people don't. Some people like having body fat and there's things and it's just everybody's different. But I think if you just try to be healthy in whatever you're comfortable being, live with that and be comfortable being that. And again, different occupations have different goals and whatnot. And I'm also seen by people in wrestling gear in tights and different things where if you're not leaner you can make you look worse even. yeah it can make so, you look boxy yeah so like i always just try i always just try to be my best i always say that so i say just get your visceral fat check because that's all the fat that's around your organs and that's the only one that you have to really be concerned that is the most important thing yeah. again and again though if as long as you're not people that do like in steroids and things like that in diuretics that's where you got to really worry oh, yeah. when you go, but if you're naturally training hard and dieting 
it's going to go down. It's really hard though to, to fuck up your visceral fat yeah. like that. Like unless you're really restricting your calories and uh, it, it's, but, but yeah, you're absolutely right on that. And then your question six is when will FMM be available in Canada, Amazon? Uh, it's at that point because we're waiting for approval by the FDA in London for Amazon in the UK. And it's just been a process of waiting. I'm literally, I had to wait a month. They got back to me. They, oh, that wasn't the right department. This is actually the right one. And it's now been two weeks. Uh, and hopefully I'll hear back within the next two weeks on that. And then I'll be able to, to launch in, in the UK. Canada is really, really strict where they require entirely different labels which when you're getting masses of inventory made uh, in the thousands of different products, it's in like a lot of these places, like the manufacturer, they have limitate, like you have to get a certain level, a number of them when you right. get them made. So like I would have to essentially double my inventory right off the bat for Canada, which isn't, I don't know how well. It's this not is, ideal right now. It's, it's not, it's, I would have to be like in a year from now, that's something I can explore right now. Just starting out sales are so good here. I don't know what sales in Canada will be yet. And it, I don't know if it's worth doubling inventory right off the bat. Cause I got to get entirely different labels made. So, but I, it, the goal is to get over there, but, but finding out what we know now, the label, they, they are really strict on their labels where the U S labels don't work. You got to get entirely different ones. So. Yeah. That's why like on dead babies on cigarettes and all that stuff and all those other they, countries. Yeah it's, yeah. it's like just entirely different rules over there. On the, it's like the, the Yohimbine is from a tree bark. It's an all natural ingredient, but it's banned. It's a, it's actually a pharmaceutical drug in Canada because it works. Yeah. It, it's, it's really, really great for energy. And it's actually used as like for erectile dysfunction. And it's, really? uh, yeah, actually I've heard that. I mean, it's, but it's, they, they, they realized, oh, we can make money off this. So we will make money off this. <laughs> Where in the States, there's so many other things that they're not worried they're not about. They're not worried about yeah. it. Yeah. So. Um, will you be doing any shows in Los Angeles soon? Uh, I would love to, because uh, I, I would love to do shows in Vegas and LA. Cause I live here and it's, that's only four or four and a half hours away. So, um, as always, if you, for wrestling inquiries, book the big guy at yahoo.com. And uh, if it can work out, I would love to come over there and uh, hopefully soon. Okay. Uh, I got a porn question. We'll wait. Let's go with. Oh, no, go with the porn question. Uh, Phoenix, join on in the questions. Come on. Phoenix, what's the best company to work for? Browsers? Question mark. Uh, honestly, I like any company that allows me just to be free with my sexuality. Um, I don't like rules and browsers. I think you've done a good job of that. Thank you. I appreciate okay. that. <laughs> not that I would know, but I feel like <laughs> not I Not like he's ever seen any of that. No, no, no. No, never. not that I didn't Google you and look you up in Australia. <laughs> Awkward. Is he staring at me in person? <laughs> um, did you ever work with someone you've always wanted to work with? That goes for you as well. So any wrestling partners you've ever had that you wanted to like wrestle against and you finally got to do it? Oh, no, I just have oh, people ask all the time. Like, I, There's so many guys I've loved wrestling up there. Rusev, Seth Rollins, Cesaro. Sheamus is another one. Cesaro and Sheamus. I, 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 every match I've ever had with them has been good. And uh, I, they're very physical guys. And uh, there's so many guys. I, I, everybody. I, I literally, I always talk about the hardest matches for me are the bigger guys. Where like the, the big shows and Mark Henry's and... Mm -hmm. Canes because they're so big and heavy, it physically just takes a toll on you night after night doing that. And just they're like, oh, we need you to do a forty-five minute match. No problem. No, right? they don't. know They never with them. That was okay. never a thing. But like they, it's just they are they are giant human beings. And it's like I'm a big guy in real life, but they are they are bigger. They're but, giants. 
And I always have to pick them up, though, so it just physically takes a toll on you. You lifted Mark Henry. It is. It's quite the sight. Wow. It looks like I. It looks. It's he. Is, you look small. Yeah, yeah. And like you it's, said, that was one of the figures I actually looked. I'm like, they made him bigger than he's. That's why I said those are the guys that they make. That's they're noticeably fine. in real life. They are physically just larger than everybody. Wow. So yeah, but I, I always they're all. I I loved wrestling them still, but it, it takes its toll on you. I kind of like this one. It asked both of our thoughts on Hef's passing. Oh, that's right. I just I noticed that the other day that was came on the TV at the gym, and I go, "Whoa, is that a is that a real? Is that fake news? Right? (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. Now you question everything. (laughs) I don't watch the news actually. I don't either. Really, if I'm at the gym and I hop on the elliptical too, I shut it off because like people have the news on it, and I just shut it. Like I don't. I don't like the politics. They try to control your thoughts with what they want you, and it's just I tell people if something important is going on, I'll find out about it one way or the other. So, but uh, his Instagram. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I uh, no. How old was he? Was he in his nineties? He was ninety-one. That's a hell of a life. Yeah. For a man, too. Men don't usually typically get all the vigorness that he was putting out every night. I'm sure he, you know, he yeah, his cardio in that. Uh, man, he lived life his way. I, I just it was his time to go. So he lived at ninety-one years old. I mean, it's eventually. Yeah, unfortunately, you're gonna pass. We're all gonna die. Yeah. Uh, you, the quicker you can accept that, like it's, it's we are all we will. Nobody is gonna live forever. Not nobody. So, uh, <laughs> uh, would you say if you could switch roles with him, would you do it? Uh, no, I like muscles. I like being. <laughs> you like okay. I, I, unless I could. Your dick I, wet every night, not appealing, huh? The what now? The dick wet every night. Oh, I mean no, that no hell of a you know. Actually, I was talking with a, another girl about the, like uh, Floyd Mayweather. I had heard has seven girlfriends. Yeah, and, and one me. for every day of the week, two on Sunday. Yeah, and I was like, just made his own rules. And it's it's. Oh, you got the money to fucking do it. Yeah, yeah, not? yeah. And that's why he just made his own rules. And it's like I, that's what usually we live by the rules people come that came before us give us. It's like these guys, fuck that. I want to make my own rules. I think that's great. Yeah, I agree. So it's uh, I like being me. I love myself though. Yeah. And uh, but I, I would think it would be very interesting to live in his shoes for, or loafers or whatever he walks his, around in the robe living his robe for a day and, uh, <laughs> he's got gucci flip-flops yeah, yeah. he's fucked all your bitches just big robe with the big guy on it and just 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 living in a house full of women oh did he yeah. i believe did he sell that the mansion do you know yes it, he had sold the mansion uh, but the rule was he got to live in it right correct. and that he is, sold it to the paps beer guy how cool is that oh really yeah john cena's a big fan of paps blue ribbon i believe <laughs> I i've never had Stone it cold no he's more bud yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I know that. he does multiple I just think he's just beer in general <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's get fucked up um so i'm gonna put these two together because i kind of think they go together okay um have either of you guys noticed the lack of growth muscle while on keto and if so how can someone combat that followed with what are some of your favorite keto snacks and your favorite keto style meals to make? Because I'm sure that kind of goes together. Uh, I, so I don't do a lot of keto snacks, but if, I, if I'm going to do it, I'll do usually those uh, Quest uh, protein chips, the barbecue protein chips. I love those. They're low carb, low fat, and a good amount of protein. Or I like to do a little combo of green and black olives when I'm super hungry and I'm already kind of at my limit for what I know right. I'm going to eat for the day. A little bit of green and black olives I personally love because those are, those are very keto-friendly. Um, and then as far as combating muscle loss, what you got to make sure you're doing is then uh, if you're, you're stringing together your keto days, you got to consume more fat. If you're like, and by that, 
Healthy fats, if right? You, not even, I mean, on that though, you need to just consume, like, if you are. You tell me I can eat sugar. Please tell like, me I can eat sugar. No, but no, no, not so keto is no sugar, it's no carbs. Oh no! Yeah, you were, you were, you were. I'm out. <laughs> that's your carb day if you do that. Um, but doing, but you could like things like for me, I do when I'm doing my lean chicken or lean steak. I do it with guacamole because yes. you get healthy fats with that. I do coconut oil. Add like if you add two or three tablespoons of coconut oil in. But adding, increasing your fats and you, and it's always better to do it with, with healthier fats, but like it's having some bacon in the morning, maybe if, but if you're just eating lean chicken breast all the time and you're not having carbs, your body's probably going to start burning muscle. Uh, and also another way to do the outside of fats is on your carb days, making sure you have a considerable amount of carbohydrates on your carb days is if you're, if you like, and they say you do. You do three, four, or five days on the keto diet with like very little carbs, and then you got to have a big carb day. But even then, even trying to eat healthy, maybe have a junk meal in there if you want. But but really, you got to make sure you're refilling your glycogen stores. So if you find you're burning muscle, add more carb days in, or increase your fat, or a combination of both. Don't go back to the old ways, though. <laughs> uh, fatal four way, no holds barred, straight fight. Oh my fight. god! Who would win, Phoenix Marie? Ryback, Pat Buck, or an angry Wallace? An angry who? Walrus? Walrus. I'm going to say Phoenix Marie now that she's, we know this shooter background of hers. Yeah, I'll cut somebody too. Who's going to, we, we can't, in this day and age, you can't okay. hit a girl. No <laughs> yeah, one, good answer. Nor in any day or age should you ever you, hit yes, a woman. I agree. But especially in this day and age, and uh, you would kick all of our asses. Mm-hmm. I got knives, I've got whips, and I've got chains. Jesus Christ, Phoenix. And that's just my Monday. Um, <laughs> I feel like we're going to just get a, just get a, it's going to continuously just get more and more as the I show know, goes as on. as the night goes easy on. <laughs> easy on that drink. <laughs> I know, it's not even halfway. What's up? No. <laughs> Ryback, who did you hate the most in the wrestling? WWE. Who did I hate wrestling the most? Yep. I, don't, the, I always enjoyed, like I said, wrestling all the different guys in their different styles and whatnot. And I always got along with everyone for the most part while I wrestled them and whatnot. So it's, uh, and again, I just said the bigger guys are typically harder on me physically, but, but I never hated wrestling anybody. Out of curiosity, how long has the current wrestling ring structure been around? Has it been around about the same the past hundred years? Oh, we so we were talking about before me and Pat that the show that uh, wrestling and everybody knows it's entertainment now that the wrestling ring how we can improve it to make it better okay for so that like body absorption yeah where they should have even more shock value even but like where it won't affect the performance of the wrestlers still but where it helps you. The body, the body because slam. everybody knows it's essentially scripted and in sports entertainment and fake if whatever for it's like a soap opera yeah but there's but, awesome but, so if we can help improve the body during this now like everything else in life is evolving how could we evolve the wrestling ring to where guys aren't really where they it, it may they're always going to be at risk for injury when right, there's physical activity bumps. but but where where you could possibly just make it better than what it used to be so but i feel like the current ring structure's been around for for forever forever it's it's very outdated yeah. uh, essentially so but uh i i hope in the future that, that there's ways they can um, like even WWE they've done on like their TV show they've put the big um, the, st- the the steel ring post, mm-hmm. they put a plastic 
like lighting piece around it now it's bigger than the ring where it like has raw down the sides or smackdown right. and it's like like the side of the apron on the front of it is a, like a led screen where they could just change rather than a ring skirt they used to tie on right. where they'd have to change out they now can just change it from the truck and have put whatever image they want on there and I, they can do that with the ring post now but also i was wondering i was looking at that because a lot of guys a lot more guys in WWE now are taking shoulder post to the outside. Right. And I was like, wait, I'm seeing that more and more now. And I go, I bet you, because there's a technique a to shot. doing it. I used to love doing it. And I still do with the steel, because there's a way to do it where you can pop it, where it hits your bicep, but it doesn't hurt. And okay. um, you don't really run your shoulder. There's a technique to it. And I'm wondering if it's easier now with that plastic piece around it, where that's kind of a step in the right direction, maybe, because I'm seeing the move more and more now. So, um, but now I, I, there was somebody I know they mentioned if there's, there has to be a way to create a new suspension mechanism under the ring rather than just the the steel bars that that give in the middle right. and everything but there has to be a hydraulic type thing that they could put that is even you can bounce a fucking car in the middle of the yeah, air yeah yeah else, there's something to... that would would you can there's there's definitely a way yeah just nobody's done it yet and i think i think wwe eventually will do it they've got the money they, yeah and it, i think that it's but you're gonna have to have somebody there's not. There's only a few people that make rings around the world, or the 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 the, the materials for the rings, or even less than that. There's not a lot. So, but there you have to just restructure the entire thing. You can keep it exactly as it is, as far as the wrestling ring, but underneath and whatnot. And they put in the plastic pieces around the steel because honestly, I'd rather run my shoulder or my arm into a plastic piece than steel because steel hurts. Those things are solid. And so that's a step in the right direction. I think that I never just thought of until now that, that that's, that's actually a really good thing. But uh, hopefully the hydraulic or some sort of thing with with or because the foam padding, you can't make it really any thicker than it is because then you're going to sink into it. Like it's going to yeah, it's going to make gonna it hard. it's going to affect the performance of the wrestlers. Right. So you, you have to find something for the give underneath that that mat. So hopefully over in the next several years, we can we can figure it out. And they have the NXT Performance Center in Orlando and um that would be a great place to, to test that's it out right, and see yeah. how the athletes perform in it and whatnot. So hopefully that's something they can get around to. But that wraps up our questions. We're going to take one more break and we're going to come back with some wrestling news right after this, guys. If you're anything like us, you like to enjoy a nice cold soda every now and then. But you hate the empty calories and the artificial sweeteners that come with it. With Zevia, you don't have to pick your poison. You won't feel awful worrying about the potentially harmful side effects because with Zevia, there are none. Zevia uses the all-natural sweetener Stevia and doesn't have any caramel coloring either. The result is a delicious and safer soda with none of the nasty stuff. Zevia has 14 different flavors of soda, four flavors of sparkling water, and four flavors of awesome energy drinks. This is the naturally sweetened pop you and your family will crave. And Zevia is giving you the opportunity to try their products for yourself for free. That's right, for free. If you live in the U.S. or Canada, just go to zevia.com slash podcast and sign up. And they'll mail you a coupon for a free six-pack. What are you waiting for? Head to zevia.com slash podcast and get your hands on some ASAP. All right, we're back, and it's time now for some wrestling news. And we're gonna we have our 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 
great reporters out there in the in the trenches, Phoenix. They are known as Ace and Gary. Um, they are not the ambiguously gay duo. They are hetero men, I believe. I don't know, but they are they are together in the trenches. Okay. They're, they're not just, fucking. Okay. I don't I don't believe so. Okay. But they're Ace and Gary. Ace and Gary, can you please send me photos of you guys not fucking wink, wink, they're, But wink. they're just they're on the dirt sheets. They're they're in the mix with all the other crazy wrestling fans that, that are just reporting the wrestling news and they are they're out there and they gather the news for us and they and they put it in a cool little format and they get all the credit. Mike Malero is one of them. Uh, I got to get Gary's social media handle, which I will have for next week. I apologize, Gary, but Ace and Gary are just there. They are our go-to men for the wrestling news. And if you could uh, just kind of share with me everything going on and I'll give a little feedback on it. We'll just, we'll have some fun with it. You, if you have anything you want to chime in, please do. Okay. We got to get you caught up on the current product. Yes. Ratings are down and the arenas are not as filled up. I've heard, but I've actually seen that whenever I watch the shows, the arenas don't look as full. Really? You see a lot of bleachers like, nope, there ain't nobody up there. It's, well, people are attracted to big guys. I don't know what to say, Phoenix. That's fucking true. <laughs> I'm going to let you know right now. That is a truthful statement, and I can speak from experience. Cas- from the casual casual fan. Mm, yeah. That's not the only reason. The talent is amazing there. It's, there's multiple yeah. things going on. but. Okay. So, Ryback News. Doom, 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 doom. Okay, thanks for the sound effects. Yeah, see, I got this. <laughs> uh, damn you, alcohol. Um, the brain trust over at Sportster is back attacking the big guy. This okay. week, Ryback was number two on the list of the 15 former wrestlers who think they're still relevant, but they're not, by Noah England. They just did a list a few months back where I was either number one or number two or in the top five or something. So I'm glad they rewrote this again three months later. Please keep going. Our fans like this. Ryback has been making headlines for all the wrong reasons since his WWE departure. With internet wrestling fans learning to hate him, dirt sheets have been having field days every time he sits with an interviewer. His making outstanding claims on his newly launched podcast, Conversations with the Big Guy. 58 episodes in now. Yeah, Yeah. not new, but okay. Doesn't help matters. Additionally, his social media activity makes him seem like a joker, as he has been tweeting out links to his Amazon merchandise. Wait, promoting. Yeah, promoting products. Yeah. Every wrestler promotes their wrestling shirt, by the way. So Easily, and other things. Uh, His short-lived indie career also has fell face first thus making him a meme um just so you know i'm wrestling consistently every month and done extremely well i'm constantly booked i've cut back on my bookings where i'm not wrestling every single weekend during all the stem cell stuff right but i've had i've had an amazing year and a half I can so, tell you personally i've tried to eat lunch with this man and he's way too busy so so it is but it's just it's nice that they want to put out that message, but keep going. Despite him becoming a parody of his former self, when his former self wasn't really that great to begin with, he seems to think high of himself as he felt the need for penning an autobiography. Um, I have confidence, yes. People seem to get upset over that when they don't have confidence, and you do. And to cap it all off, I never wrote an autobiography. So that is truly uh, disturbing that they... Again, the sportster, 
which I hate even mentioning their name. If you guys don't read their shit, it's all garbage. But it was like legally, they we had to contact them because they're going to get themselves in big trouble. And they don't. I don't think they understand the seriousness of this. They think they're making clickbait. Yeah, and, but it, but you're doing so with with false accusations, sure. uh, and it's like just that's the perfect example of it. Again, it's just it's unfortunate, but. Um, I'm glad that I'm so not relevant that you feel the need to write about me every month or every other month or clearly so. you're not important. Yeah, whatever. It's, it's thank you guys for short loving the short lived indie career. If like, they only knew it's watch my match with AR Fox and, and tell me it was short lived. I'm still I I'm at my all time best right now. So Ooh, I like this part. Coming out of no mercy. This just sounds like a film you did. <laughs> right? I made that bitch scream. <laughs> Reigns versus Cena. I was a bit surprised by the overcorrection here. We are used to seeing Cena get hit with a bunch of finishers, only to turn Super Cena and come back with the win. I know about that. This time, we see Roman Reigns do exactly the same thing to Cena. With more possible discussions, do I read that part? Uh, you don't have to. It's uh, Ace and Gary do a great job of setting up the format, though. But they, um, no, I watched No Mercy. I actually loved the match between them, and uh, I thought they told a great story, which is all that wrestling is. And uh, even with all the personal issues I've had with John and whatnot, I've always said from day one, he's an outstanding wrestler and he knows how to tell a story in the ring. And uh, they did just that. I'm not a big fan of, um, the kicking out of finishers constantly. It is overdone in wrestling. But if there was going to be, it would be even better had the, it not been done so much up to this point in just pro wrestling in general or in WWE. But this was one match where that story made sense for John to tell. And I, I really liked it. And it was, uh, it was essentially the formula that has worked for him time and time again in the overcoming the odds time and time again. Mm-hmm. It was it was turned on him and Roman was the one who is who is now kind of essentially taking John's place, okay. uh, even though he's 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 not taking John's place. He's because he's a totally different he's a totally guy. different guy. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, I love Roman Reigns. He's awesome. And uh, he's done a phenomenal job in the position that he's been put in and whatnot. But he. Um, it was a great story, and that match worked. I thought that match could have closed the show. Uh, it didn't. It was uh, it was Braun and Brock, and I think we'll get to some of that news. Probably, I'm sure they have some Actually stuff in there, yeah. and uh, so we'll go into that. But a uh, hell of a match between the two guys, and my tip tip my bald head to both of them. They were they uh, hell of a job. Good job. Brock Lesnar retains over Braun Strowman. <laughs> Uh, I think the WWE put themselves in a tricky spot by having both of these matches in the same night. Both of these matches could have easily been WrestleMania matches. You have some very in-depth information, Phoenix, on the wrestling. You're very in tune with today's product. I'm shocked. <laughs> what can I say? You know, I mean... I'm going to like eventually where Ace and Gary are sending you the wrestling news to read it. Because I don't like knowing about it before. Because I try to stay off the dirt sheets and everything now. Right. Like, I try not to like... just. I just try to stay away from all of it. And whatnot, and it's. I liked when Pat would just kind of spring the news on me. It was always like, be- did you know what happened? And then it's like I'm hearing it for the first time, and then give my thought on it. So hopefully we can get the, them in contact with your email or Twitter, and where they, I'm sure, I'm sure they already know your Twitter, and uh, or maybe not. The ambiguously <laughs> gay duo might not know in your Twitter. The trenches, but uh, 
Uh, no, I actually, so I, I liked Braun versus Brock. I thought it was, they were put in a tough position um, with that. It, it's never, so so Brock Lesnar beat uh, Braun Strowman with, with uh, his finisher with one move, which we've seen in wrestling, guys are kicking out of each other's finishing moves more and more. Right. And it kind of, it fucks it up kind of when you do it too much. Because like now, but people, so you're never going to please wrestling fans, Phoenix, if this makes sense. Because, um. So they had a match in the ring. It was a clean match. Most of it was in the ring. Two big physical guys. Braun looked fucking phenomenal against Brock Lesnar, who's legitimately one of the baddest dudes on the planet. Okay. Hell of a pro wrestler. And just, like, it just doesn't give two fucks. And in uh, Braun's a, a larger human being than Brock. And he's like 6'8 and just 300 and something oh, pounds, yeah. 50 pounds maybe, legitimately. And just, he's a monster. And uh, they went out there and... and Braun is, has done a great job of with WWE. He's done a great job with Braun also of putting him in situations where he does these cool feats of strength outside of the ring okay. of different things. And this was a match where they kind of just played it all out in the ring with wrestling moves. And it was everything was great. Lifting up and lifting yeah, throwing and each other. And it was great. And Brock looked very vulnerable at different times, which you're not which is used hard. To. Yeah, yeah. It's not easy to make that to make that believable. And they were able to do that. Uh, but what they did with Brock overcame and beat Braun eventually with one finishing move. And I think it, it, they that's why I say that that they've done it before where they don't put their championship match as the main event. Mm -hmm. And I think this is one of those cases. It's easier, obviously looking back on it where it's like, Oh, you should have let John and Roman close out the show because they're going to be doing more stuff. And you know, they're doing more stuff. Kick out, kick out, kick out, kick out, kick out, kick out where in that story of John, hitting him with his finisher all those times and then Roman overcoming and beating John, which, which we're not really used to seeing as, as often. Um, I thought that could have closed out the show. And that's just my looking back on it. But I, I like having the championships mean something and be important. And I just don't know it. You just look back on it. And for me, Braun, it's not a bad, losing to Brock is not a bad thing. Cause yeah, he's, no. it's, it, but Braun has done, they've done such a good job at making him look like a monster mm -hmm. that he got beat by one finisher. And for me, the one thing I noticed in, in watching the pay-per-view is Braun, who is, is who's overcome all these these obstacles and they've made this monster amongst men. After the match, they filmed him leaning up against the announce table, like just sitting on the ground, and it looked like he was sad. And I Aww. like it looked like it just like I don't he got know. defeated, like yeah. a man defeated. Like, but it was it was one of those things where if in this is looking back on it, that if you're going to try to create this monster image, you need to uphold it. Cause I've lived through this and I've been through this myself mm. where they, and it, it can really pigeonhole you at times when they put you in this, but rather than record him sitting there. And I don't know if anybody told him this or I don't know. I don't know. Cause I'm not there or if this is by design or if it just happened by naturally, but he was just sitting on the ground and looked physically defeated and looked sad. And I, it just didn't fit. And I thought, in my mind, he just lost this match. Enough time has gone by. He's recovered. He should be flipping over fucking tables. Yeah, ready for the next and like match. And going after Bra something. I don't know what. But like, do what he has done. And where you're like, holy shit. Now he's going to fucking kill Brock. Because Brock just beat him. And like, he's been this monster. And they're like, I would have liked to have seen some sort of physical demolition out there to close out the show. And I thought. Especially it just seemed, in a big show. And, and nothing was wrong with the match. It was a great match. And everything. 
everything. And I like, but it just seemed a little flat compared to what happened earlier in the night and how how built up Braun has been uh, as this monster. So I thought just something with him. And I, if they're done with him and Brock, it doesn't make sense to have him touch Brock, but have him smash tables. Just do something to show that anger. And the next night they did that on, on the next night on Raw. Okay. But to me, it, it's little things like that take little chinks out of your armor when they record you sitting there defeated. And again, but you can look at it, well, we're trying to humanize him a little bit. Yeah, but it just was too much too soon for me just watching. And that's just me. From badass to little boy. Like, that was just for me because I've lived through that in different times up there. And I was like, I would have liked to seen him fucking turn up, turn it up right there. And But, but everything was... The, it was a great pay-per-view. I liked it, so. Okay, and then I have Enzo Amore. Ah, Enzo, how you doing? Cruiserweight Championship. Enzo lays claim to his first title win, defeating Neville with the... Neville? Neville. I love you, Adrian Neville. Neville? Neville. He's going to be is, so mad. He's, this is... We got to catch you up on the current product, Phoenix. Yes, I know. I'm sorry, guys. Please don't He's on me. 205 Live. You probably haven't ever watched that, I take it. Have you uh, ever heard of 205 no. Live? Okay, just checking. Okay, see, okay. I haven't, so don't be mad. No, no, a lot of people haven't, so don't worry. I'm oh. not mad. Okay, thank you. <laughs> the cruiserweights uh, might be, but I'm not. Uh, wait till I could beat them up. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Trust me, that's why I'm not in the fucking UFC yet. Um, so kicking to the balls, Enzo's heat was turned up a notch in the ring on Raw when he came out in the last segment and started to agonize the rest of the cruiserweights. Antagonize, I think, right? <coughs> so, but um, <clears throat> he took an ass kicking from the other cruiserweights and Braun. As far as uh, I thought, though, uh, Enzo is uh, he's the cruiserweight champion now. I think I believe they've uh, I missed a good part of Ron Smackdown this week. Um, I believe he is now a bad guy or a heel. And uh, his actions at the pay-per-view showed that by by doing the low blow with Neville. To, but uh, I'm curious to see where they go with it. I think he's in a he's in a position to. Uh, I think what they're, what they're thinking is. Oh, we hate him so much. The fans should hate him. It doesn't always work out. Like the fans, he's actually extremely popular, okay. but he's extremely hated backstage by like uh, everybody, legitimately, uh, or the majority of people. Uh, I always got along with him great, but I, and I'm not there. Sometimes guys get there and they make a little bit of money and they kind of it can get change. Get cocky as fuck. Yeah, it can change. It can change. It's. I, I've watched it in porn girls. I'm sure it's with that. Yeah, it's, it's probably the same in any field yeah. and whatnot, but I'm not there, so I've never... He was always really cool when I was around and whatnot, but uh, uh, from everyone I've talked to, that since it's just like the same story, like just fucking hate him like, i was just wow. like he's like banned from the locker room and Ooh, yeah, for yeah. His safety, you have to probably. be like to, to get banned from the locker room is like you have to you've had to fuck up pretty bad yeah so um not to say he can't overcome it but i think they're trying to capitalize on the his fact hate, that everyone hates him that like but everyone loved him from an audience standpoint because he can speak he, he's very entertaining on a microphone okay so but i think they're gonna try to switch that which it doesn't always work that way but but hopefully i think i think he's talented enough to pull it off so it's all what the situations they put him in and whatnot. So I think it's just uh, to be continued. We got to go week by week with it. So, by the way, the last time I think I saw a cruiserweight title, one, two, three kid was in it and he wasn't even six yet. You're such I'm a DX saying. mark. That's right? what you I'm are. So you like... love DX. That's what your deal. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I, he's a great guy, by the way. 
Um, so he's a bigger guy than he's way bigger than a lot of the like the. Oh yeah, he's way bigger now. Like he's he he's in great really, shape now yeah. actually, but like like height wise, he's like six... Razor Ramon like days. That's yeah, whatever. that was my number yeah. one guy. Razor's yeah. always been my my favorite since I was a kid. I loved Razor Ramon. Hey, <laughs> Razor Edge fucking Jordy too in the scene. Jesus Christ, they literally said it. It was so cute. Anyway. <laughs> Kurt Hawkins losing streak. WD has been celebrating that Kurt Hawkins is on a historic losing streak. I think it was like 117. WD has done a great job making his dubious honor seem important. The video they post on YouTube was pretty funny when you put it in regular context. At least he gets to appear in WWE regularly. Question yep. Mark. I, uh, Kurt Hawkins is, uh, he was, uh, he's actually partners with Pat the from the show. Okay. And uh, at Russell Pro, and he's uh, not been used in a good fashion ever, pretty much his whole career there. And he's been released, and they rehired him, and they've never really done much with him. Okay. Um, but they're kind of now letting him be on TV every week and acknowledging a losing streak, which is better. I think it's actually money's money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think acknowledging rather than just going out there and going out with no entrance and being in the ring and then getting beat up and you lose and like everyone's just they know who you are but they really don't care about you because right. nobody likes losers people like winners and that's Aww. life but that's that's yeah, life that's true and winning and losing is extremely important in the public eye it really is yeah. like, dog eat dog if conor mcgregor talked all this shit that he talks all the time and lost every fight would anyone care about him nope no you have to win or at least win the key one certain yeah. ones win more than you lose essentially and uh kurt hawkins has lost more than he has won but now that they are playing this up i think in the wrestling world is a great way to get him more heat and um because eventually what you could do with this, if the, the way you pay this off is you make him lose just time after time after time. And then eventually you have Give him, him that one in a big victory over over a big name and like over a big name guy. And then you you could actually if they do it right, typically they never have. They'll do it. They'll get a, they'll get a little momentum with it and then they'll kill him off. Yeah, again. kill him off again eventually. Aww. But the way what you could do with it is you you put him over on somebody and then you run with it and you get you create a big push out of it. And a big hero everyone yeah. likes the underdog became which a hero. Would, would would work but they've never really done that and i don't know if he's the right one to do that with eventually but it's bad it, it, i'm gonna have to watch him fight now there's an opportunity if you do it like the right way but you could have him the acknowledging his losing streak will make him a bigger star on live events and on the product because he's getting tv time every week right. with a microphone and it's like oh that's that guy that loses every time oh, he's kind of funny or like it will it will get him more momentum than just being in the ring with no entrance. So I'm happy for him that, that I hope they, they just, they run all the way with it because I feel like they never really have with it. And it's like, you could go either way with wins or losses, but like you got to do it the right way. And I just say, do go all the way if you're going to do it. So I like it. Asuka debut. Uh... I like how you just read Asuka. Do you know who Asuka is? No. Asuka, but you read that like in a Japanese tone. Yeah? Is that wrong? She, no, no, not at all. But it's just okay. really funny that you, Asuka. Is <laughs> officially set for TLC during the No Mercy pre-show. WWE announced that Asuka will be making her debut during the October 22nd pay-per-view TLC. 
That's uh, she's from NXT. She was uh, undefeated uh, with the championship as the dogs bark and play wildly in the background. I apologize. They heard girl, you know. I got to build my. I'm going to have to do this. I'm going to have to convert one of the rooms of the house to a studio and like so they can bark at the door. Yeah, 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 and just lock them out. But like where uh, you could film too and record. You were talking about. Oh, that I can with... film what? Only no, fans. Jesus, you hear a camera? It's, yeah, for your OnlyFans account, and I'll join in for the uh, throw fifteen bucks a month to me too. The uh, that's it. I wonder if I if I the OnlyFans account by the way that you have the uh, you could do it for you and you can just show them pictures of your feet you too. But you don't have to like do sexual stuff. It doesn't no. have to be anything. Mm-mm. Cam girls do it. I have different. a feeling I was looking at with social media by the way uh-huh. that celebrities and stuff. I was like people because people are going to follow them regardless. Yeah. Maybe not at the numbers that they have currently, but if you started charging like I feel like. They're just finding new and new, new, newer and newer ways to charge people for things that we just took for granted. For granted. Like, like naked photos of girls. Yeah. Like in the, where there's just more and more opportunity where you pray. Like, I, I don't know. Is There's so many ways. Like in Vegas, like they've done it with roads where they put toll roads where roads used to be free everywhere. Yep. And I feel like I love Vegas because there's no toll roads here. Mm-hmm. But like Not eventually... Like it's probably because it's it's happening everywhere. But like like new the places that have all the toll roads where this money supposedly goes towards the roads have the most fucked Horrible up roads. Horrible potholes. Yeah. So oh. what is that money really going to? It's really going to just the people that like the yeah all the owners the, there, the government yeah, yeah every and like the mayors like, yeah and exactly their it's not going salary. to the roads because New York and New Jersey have the shittiest roads I've ever seen and it, it's the truth but yeah. and they have more tolls than anywhere and I was like and, and the roads out here are beautiful and wide and clean and I love Las Vegas but eventually probably and I bet you at some point it could happen in the sports the Raiders are coming here and there's gonna be more people than ever oh, and the hockey did you teams have to here. bring up that team Ugh. Oh, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry, but it's we're getting we have sports here now, and I know yeah. we're going off on a tangent, but they uh, like hotels. I've heard they're going to start charging for parking. They already or, are. Or, yeah. Which ones? All the MGM properties. Yeah. The wind just started like less than a month ago. And like where they, before there was never those garages are so big they never Jeez, charged, it, but they found well people are going to come here to come they, because there's something there that they want. Yes. So they're going to regard like and even if less people come there, they're going to make more money than ever. And even if they're down on gambling or down, they will find ways of making it up on the back end and it's we are finding that's where just where we're going that's why i always say creating financial wealth and financial freedom because it's the world is designed to keep you poor yeah and it's getting more and more that way with everything the poor poor and the rich rich get richer about the same but it's about your mindset like you got to have the right mindset to like so you don't get caught up in that because once you do and what's sad is they're making the middle class pay for everything yeah which it's and they're going to the poor class it's really it's we live in we live in a really cool time, but really also a really fucked up time. It was the best of times. It was the worst of yeah, times. Yeah, and it's, yeah. but it's, it's, man, I, I look around and I'm like, how do like, right, like families with, with, when you have multiple kids and, and like, how do you afford things? Yeah. It, it's crazy. Just to feed ourselves, we know how much it is. Yeah. And oh, go out to a restaurant people? with me. Oh, <laughs> going on a date with the big guy. I'm like, fuck, I'm spending a couple hundred bucks on a date. Yeah, because you're going to eat your I own eat a hundred and something dollars myself. And if you have I'm any drinks, out with him. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. It's like, it's a, like, I'm like, my kids are going to, like, if I have kids, they're going to fucking. They're, they're going to eat as much as dad. They're going to be, their first words are going to be, feed me more. I'm going to be fucked. <laughs> but sorry, keep going to the wrestling news. Going off on a tangent on, yeah. on life. I, guys, I can't help it sometimes. Um, Terry Funk returns the ring at 73. According to C-Scoops on Friday evening, the WWE Hall of Famer Terry Funk made his return to the ring at 73. Bunk worked the big time wrestling event at 
Raylan, North Carolina. Did I say that right? That's probably right. Okay. Uh, Sounds like a place that would have big time wrestling. All right. <laughs> Teaming up with the Rock and Roll Express to take on Jerry the King Lawler. Who? How old is that man? Like they're all. They're, no, they're all. They're all up there. Okay. Jerry Lawler has already suffered a heart attack and like on live on Raw one, yeah. and survived. And he's been. I've seen him wrestle at shows I'm at. Really? And like I. He's. That's badass. But like I, I, I always look at it. I'm like, man. I, I never want to be in that fucking position. We'll have that ever. discussion. It's, and we get down another show, talk about it. And I, I love and admire the fact that he's still, and he goes out there and he works a smart, he's smart with how he does it. Yeah, because he'll grab the mic and like start talking but shit and walk he, he has a good style and he knows right. not to how to like to do it. And like Jerry's very unique. Jerry is very smart in how he wrestles and he can be very entertaining and still go out there and be physical. But like, I just like 73 Terry Funk going back. Like, that's mankind. I don't want to be a grand father and have like sitting there and, like have to go and do that like and i don't know if he just wanted to or i don't know i, I just he probably has the bug i'm sure like that's why you still do the indie yeah, yeah i love yeah it's fun and it's good yeah. and it's just there's a lot of reasons why i do it so but it's uh i mean 73 is 73 mm, sure i'm not i won't lie no i mean all the credit the power to him in the world it's just that's he's come back multiple times i feel like that's just Wrestling is so physically, and he's not going out there doing the style of matches that guys today do, right. typically, but still, anytime you get in the ring, it's... It's a risk. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then it's also like, when you see some of the gilfs doing porn, like at some point, you should just stop getting naked. I love that we bumped. can relate porn to this, actually. I just totally did that, because I had to, because yeah. sure, at some point, you don't, don't want to see You just don't want to fucking see him anymore. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's not like, that I don't want to see Terry Funk. I would love to run into him and hug him. Hey, yeah, how you doing? Oh my God, totally. Do but love there comes day. a point where he, yeah, yeah that's great what a great analogy phoenix yeah. see i'm just saying at some point you just gotta set down the leotard both ways yeah oh, <laughs> I, I feel like everyone's really gonna get that yeah, yeah. i'm okay with that <laughs> yes i <wait. laughs> okay so i feel like is there any other wrestling news or yeah there's one more okay okay billy corgan set to assume ownership of the nwa in october According to 411 Media, as previously reported, Smashing Pumpkins frontman Billy Corgan has made a deal to purchase the National Wrestling Alliance and will assume ownership. The PW Insider also has a new report out today on the future NWA. The transition of the ownership from Bruce Tharp uh, to Corgan and Corgan will take over. That's, uh, yeah, I know he was pursuing that back uh, months ago. and um, That's kind of cool. Yeah, there's a, the NWA. It's uh, it used to be a, a promotion that was more relevant back many, many, many years ago. So, and again, anything if done correctly uh, could 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 be brought back. Or it's uh, he loves pro wrestling though, and uh, I've not had really. I don't think any encounters with him. Um, but uh, it, it's again pro wrestling. It's we need more competition for pro wrestling and more than just WWE. I agree. And like Impact Wrestling has been like kind of they've struggled a little bit and they've had like they've where well, they used to be TNA, right? Uh, but they, they it's no longer TNA. It's just Impact Wrestling now. And then they went to GFW Global Force Wrestling with Jeff Jarrett, who's a hell of a guy. And then they like they sent him home essentially, or or he's on a leave of absence and he owned the GFW name. But then they they pulled it from GFW Impact to just Impact now. So they're kind of it's just it's kind of like one thing after the other. But it's um. They're owned by a company called Anthem Sports, which has more money than Vince, essentially, oh. or supposedly. But they're only allowing a certain amount for the pro wrestling. Mm -hmm. And it's it's kind of just, um, 
the more competition there is, the be- the better it is for for not only the fans, right. but for the guys, the pro wrestlers. So you where, have more options. In yeah, life. where you 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 can you if you don't if you're not happy with the way things are going, or you you know what when my contract's up, I'm going to go to this other place and I'm going to they're going to offer There's me more 32 money. Thirty two professional NFL teams. You can if you're not at yeah. Dallas Cowboy level, then I'm going to go with whatever other. Yeah, team. and again, that's a great net like in the, whereas. Tony's Tony Romo with the Cowboys still right yeah. now. He's still he's the number two quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. But if his contract was up last year, you know, I'm sure he would have been able to start for any other team or for oh, yeah. a lot of other Niners need a quarterback. Where he, he needs to go to another team to become the starter because he deserves to be a starter. But in that current situation, there's not room for him to be a starter. It's just yeah. It's just, and, and wrestling is, is more limited, where, it, not to say there's going to be 32 big-time promotions, but if there were three, it would be awesome, yeah. and it would just be better for everybody, so um, hopefully, moving forward, I'm all for Billy Corgan doing that, and hopefully, everything goes well, but um, with that, Phoenix, I think that is a hell of a first episode with us. I think we did good. I was I was very happy with that. Hopefully, everybody listening enjoys the show. Enjoyed the show. Is there anything you want to plug before we uh, close out tonight? I'll go with my uh, OnlyFans.com backslash Marie, and I'll show you guys my wrestling uh, magazines on that if you guys are really nice to me and my action figures. What's your website? Uh, BeingPhoenixMarie.com, PhoenixMarie.com, and then my Twitter's. All right. I'm at Ryback22 on Twitter, the big guy Ryback22 on Instagram, and Ryback247 on Snapchat at CWTBG, the official show Twitter. Thank you guys for listening. You've just listened to another episode of Conversation with the Big Guy.